0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing. WIT Building Supplies and UBO Business Services. And now,
1: ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Howdy's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Cam Stewart, alongside, as always, from 3 to 5. We may try to keep him even longer today. And um, there's no extra pay for that, by the way. Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras Celebration as we come to you live from the world-famous, the Brazos Club. Hard by the Brazos, right across from Foster Pavilion. So as you're making your way to the game tonight, what a great place to hang out. And I I just uh, I, f- I, fell in love with this bar a while ago. I, just there's something about I like the floor. I like being on the water. I like the dock down below. And then I like the, the view of the river and, and foster and then and you'll hear you might hear the, the sounds of thirty five in the car, but I, I I'm glad we've kind of raised the garage doors here and, and it just gives us a boy great flow. It's a beautiful day what too. What a gorgeous you know, day for this. Like if you're coming
2: to the game tonight, this this is yeah. the place to go beforehand. And get here before six o'clock so you can talk to us. I know yeah. you love talking to people as they come by. I do and but I liked that Kobe that Kobe Toby Keith tribute there you love this bar
1: yeah that's an I do too yeah and and I've been hearing a lot of Toby Keith we had Toby Rowland on yeah. earlier from the Sooners and of course Toby Keith is uh, known for uh being related to the Sooners oh, yeah, and, and a Motel. huge fan uh, of that of that so yeah I've, I've enjoyed all the tributes in fact uh, on serious, one one thing has just kind of stayed with it. You know, I'm like, are they? Is this going to be Toby forever? <laughs> it has been what eight days now. That's that's commitment. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. give him that. Okay, Channel 58. Um, uh, but I, and you've heard, you've heard John Morris talk about it as only he can. But uh, man, like the, the the drink specials, hurricanes, margaritas, purple martini. And, and it just it's all kind of based in the food specials for this Fat Tuesday, the jambalaya with hush puppies. Trying to kind of get one of those uh, John Moore's hush puppies. He said I could order my own. Uh, he had a couple. He did get the jambalaya, which looks great, by the way. I will be having a cup of seafood gumbo. The crawfish mac and cheese is of interest to me. Mm-hmm. Crawfish po' boy with French fries. Crawfish pizza. That's what? a new one. Goodness. Becky was talking about that. That's a new one. Yeah, King Cake. We will not get Aaron to weigh in on crawfish. Like, I want to encourage people to come here and eat crawfish. I heard him <laughs> earlier today give his opinion. But he was asked if he would partake. I had the bang-bang shrimp. Oh, my And gosh. was it, in fact, bang-bang? It was great. It was great. Take that as a... Yeah. And, um, and then, Kim, we'll be talking about this valen, Valentine's Day menu if I'm you, and you've got a loved one, you've been dating her now for no, I don't going on a year or two, three, um, three well, she's going to be expecting <laughs> uh, you to step up at some point here. The um, but the special menu starting today through the seventeenth, which I believe is Saturday, does it sound right? It sounds right. Okay. Yeah, right. Um, and it's like an unbelievable, and I'll be telling you more about it. But all, like all the different courses, and to me, this looks like about a something that should cost about 125 bucks, and it's like four different courses, and it's 65 mm. I mean, Cam, that's You a, cannot beat that. That's a budget. Even, you know, the radio guys like us, we could right. even... Right. Tar- we could take part of it. So come tonight and uh, open until 10 tonight, and then the game ends at, oh, about 10, 10, 15... And, and then come over here and get your car and leave. Don't be like me and leave it for too long. Thank goodness for Thomas, one of my favorite bartenders in the greater Waco area, uh, area for, uh, for, for being there for me. Kim, um, do you feel like this happened soon enough ago on this, um, on this don't you think we need a breaking news sounder? I think we do. Okay. Aaron, if you could accommodate us on that. I think we do have some breaking news to share at the start of the show involving college uh, football. Oh, there it is. I was there ready to do it myself just
2: in case, just in case. <laughs> I'm always ready for that, Matt.
1: Okay. Uh, a six-year extension worth $1.3 billion per year between ESPN and in the uh, college football playoff. This is a six-year, $7.8 billion extension. And, I mean, you know, they've been having to work through this to see. um, I think Bill Hancock, who's been head of the CFP, is retiring, but he said no comment, no comment. News broken by our old friend, Andrew Marchand and others from The Athletic. But Andrew Marchand is the new huge the media. Yeah. yeah, new to The Athletic. I like how you said that. Um, By the way, $7.8
2: billion, Matt. How many Valentine's Day special dinners can you get with that? Can we get Aaron to do the math on that? Sixty-five bucks. <laughs> How many of those can you get with the check that ESPN is cutting uh, to the college football
1: playoff committee? I think you can at least get seventy thousand. <laughs> at least ten. Yeah. At yeah. least ten. Um, Over the final two years of its current agreement, ESPN holds the rights to the to the new set of first-round games held at on-campus ca- sites. In addition to quarterfinals, it is not yet known. What the fee of the first round games um, will be. I mean, it seems like a pretty big fee. Oh, man. Already.
2: By the way, what a, I mean, what what a, a spectacle massive. those are going to be an on campus playoff game.
1: Like Ooh. ESPN all It's always amazing to be, and of course, owned by Disney and all that, but it's just, you know, it's like, uh oh, another round of layoffs and all that. And then it's like, <laughs> but we do have $7.8 billion.
2: Yeah, and just look at the checks they're cutting McAfee every uh, month, (laughs) every
1: year. I know. And just yep, more layoffs. And he went after your pal uh, Bill Simmons the other day. He's always kind of yes, my good friend Bill. Yeah. Like you want to kind of punch up, okay? If you're trying to if you're up and comer, you want to kind of go at people. He's now kind of got this. You know, he's at the top. Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't need and to he's be kind punching, of punching up. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's kind of he's, punching he's down. He's making more than all these guys. Yeah, I know, but he's kind of going after him and that kind of thing. And I guess he probably has rabbit ears, and he's maybe heard maybe Simmons has said something about him or something like that. But uh, Maybe. he did reach out and say something about that. Um, this is Greg Sankey had said, well, we've got two more years on a 12-year cycle and, and then an important conversation about the future. We look at it, at that independently. That's non, not part of what we announced with the advisory group, with the Big Ten. We're certainly interested in continuing the playoff, but there's work to do. Okay. All
3: right. Greg Sankey yeah. seems like
1: he just <laughs> needs a comment on the end of every decision that's made because he's the
2: the head honcho of the mm. SEC. He is, he's the one who needs to put the two cents
1: in every time. All right. And, and, and what's been recommended is the five plus seven model of uh, – and of course, we lost the Pac-12 has gone, uh, you know, over the. May they rest in peace. Yeah, but the board of managers has not yet approved it. I just like how it could step up and just cut this deal. It's like y'all figure that out. Yeah, down the road. As long as we've but, got
2: a 12-team playoff, it's on our network. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna own this. We've got it. Yeah.
1: Now, will you know? Will we find out? Like sometimes Marshawn will share. Was anybody trying to get in there? I mean, you usually have to have somebody else driving. The price up, but uh, over the course of the contract, ESPN will have the ability to sub-license games, meaning another network or digital player could air playoff games. But it would be Disney-owned ESPN's discretion, so they'll own it, but they can recoup some of the money. Now, here comes uh, behind you, if you'll turn around, Cam. I bet that's the uh, cross-country team. Sure, looks like that it. That does not look Guys like in just short, shorts
2: and no shirts.
1: And they look like they know how to run, Matt. Is that something you ever? I mean, you're a you're a, you're a thin guy. You seem uh, to be well, used to be for sure. In shape was it running. It was, were you a were you a high school athlete? In
2: any... You know, that's a good that's a good question, Matt. Technically, I was a runner, and I say technically as in I was on the cross country team. But calling what I was doing running would be a bit of a stretch. I, I very rarely came out of the doldrums in those races. Uh, I did also run track for a year, which what is was that? a massive
1: mistake. What does that mean? You rarely came uh, out I of was,
2: doldrums. I was mostly in the back, <laughs> and uh, I did. I played sports up through high, up until high school for the most part. Then did cross country as well as lacrosse. That was my. I was a captain of the lacrosse team.
1: Oh well, uh, the captain of the lacrosse, lacrosse which was like was a which was the sport. only
2: thing that I could throw around as a Baylor freshman to make me feel like I belonged. Did you in ever join the Baylor bracket. lacrosse club? I, I I played fall ball with them my freshman year, <laughs> but with it being a club team, I had to pony up extra money, and I was like, well, it's costing me sixty grand to go here every year. Or so, uh-huh. uh, so technically, and if you want to get real technical here, Matt, I was on the first lacrosse team at my high school. We started it, and so I was technically the first player to play. High school lacrosse and college lacrosse at Rock, at Rockland High.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Have they Have they done anything with that to honor you? Or is I that, think it's think part of the Hall of
2: Fame presentation, which you know there needs to be a certain amount of time out of the game. Yeah, and you know before you can get inducted. So exactly. We're waiting on that. Exactly. Waiting on that. Any any day now.
1: Now did in birthdays today. Did John Morris, uh, did he say happy birthday to his newest colleague? I don't, I don't know that he did. I don't know. Neither he nor our pal Aaron, um, Baylor coaching legend. It is Gary Patterson's birthday today. Friend of the show. Very, yes. Well, lest we forget. We might need to. Well, he was we, on the we, show. He was on the he's show. He's very close to the show, but I think, I think he wants to go kind of easy on that Nah, uh, he was just on the show once that's all that's right but uh (laughs) but we
2: we do now that that i'm on the show trying to distance if i've got
1: the math right he would be 64
2: yes a tribute to one of your favorite bands when i'm 64
1: the beatles yeah yeah we uh,
2: we just we opened a pandora's box on that yesterday I that. am a huge. They're not my favorite, but a yeah. huge Beatles fan.
1: I've read, love tried to read music. everything on them, and the, the documentary was unreal. Getting to see that old footage—just this, this one that came out last year. Yeah, yeah, that was old, fantastic. Yeah, and I just like to most get people, enough. it's
2: probably so boring, uh-huh. but
1: to just watch them go through it—it it was it's their un- prime, incredible, unreal. And I could not stop. And oh, I just kept, yeah, every night I would kind of wait and go, okay, now I get to watch another hour of this. Uh, we can't talk more about that, Nikki oh. Collin. Nikki Collin is going to be stopping by. Uh, They are headed to Norman, Oklahoma um, this afternoon. But uh, Nikki Collin, Baylor women's coach, coming off a big win. And Oklahoma has been on a hot streak, eight wins in a row, two over top ten teams. Let's talk to Coach Collin. Let's do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online
4: at CentexSportsFan.com.
5: At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality.
6: My house has a and-
7: Spring is right around the corner, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows. Before the hot weather gets here, call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. There's finance options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free home at estimate universal windows central that's universal windows central or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and Angie list reviews i
8: love my
6: windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct
1: Hey Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also, have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available the circa kitchen serves fresh chef inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine open to the public seven days a week, five to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Listen to the Matt
4: Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com.
5: King of
9: when we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kisser and Lexmark copiers and printers, we're not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
7: Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE
4: now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, and um, here we are Fat Tuesday celebration, the Brazos landing. And it's time for Nikki Collins' appearance on the Mosley Show. Always exciting, especially after a win. And uh, Nikki, how was your uh, how was your Super Bowl Sunday? Did you uh, does the team get together? Do you focus? Do you get pretty uh, into the game? What was uh, or or did you guys like? practice what was uh what was going on for your super bowl sunday
11: yeah super bowl sunday um you know it was our first day off as a as a team as a program in i don't know 10 or 11 days with the nature of the way our games fell so um no we did not we did not get together i think everyone was <laughs> ready to you know have have some peace i i i was lucky enough to get to go to brunch with my parents and Nice. Um, my twins, and so that was great. I uh took in the acro and tumbling, um, first meet and uh then casually watched the Super Bowl like everybody else, might have fallen asleep a time or two, but watched it when it was important at the end. So nothing special. Um, yeah, you know, but it was just nice to uh, you know, have a day. And then, you know, gosh, when the Super Bowl was over, then I started watching OU film and so I, I Super Bowl Sunday ended for me on Monday at like one AM when I finally had finished the practice plan. So typical yeah. day off. Don't do anything and then leave it all towards the end.
1: Thoughts on Usher at halftime, Ludacris, Lil John, Alicia, the whole scene. Did you uh did you get to uh to dial down on that a little bit?
11: Yeah, I wouldn't say like it was my favorite ever. I also didn't dislike it. I mean you know, it all came down to like what songs, you know, and it's to me when you when you have someone like Usher or you have someone that, you know, maybe isn't, you know, trending right now. And in, in some ways, a lot of their music like it, it, it's the it takes you back, you know, like what were you doing? Where were you at? You know, when this song came out and, and the memory. So to me, that's the that's the fun part sometimes when it's when it's not just the, the newest music, it's the you know, '90s and 2000s, and where were you at? So I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it, you know, necessarily in my top five, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. All
12: uh, right, it's like
11: don't ask me for I, my top five either, because I'm not yeah, one of those people.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I'm not I a keep track. He's, uh, he's helped himself with his appearance, like 55 million Spotify, I think. His uh, this concert coming up after the performance sold like 60 to 70 percent it's all like sold out now and it's it's just because he was on Super Bowl so they don't get paid well to it's do crazy that.
11: because you know <laughs> it's not like his concerts weren't selling out and were cheap before because yeah ironically you know he's been playing in Vegas for for a while now and you know I've I've been able through um, my agent to get concert tickets for a lot of different um artists around the country for for my family for friends and so you know tari had been bugging me to get her Usher tickets in Vegas and uh you know I remember thinking like I don't think they have any connection you know there and looking them up going man do I want to give her a birthday present and they were like 600 dollars a ticket i thought good <laughs> lord like so yeah um i think he was doing okay before the super bowl but uh I'm sure it's like kind of in the old days. If you went on Oprah, like you were you yeah. were getting ready to be um your book, your whatever it was, yeah would take off. So, you know, definite canon effect. That many I people watching the Super Bowl.
1: I think that's accurate. I um uh, that was a uh back to basketball. Uh Nikki, obviously a big win for you Saturday. You know, I, I'm just kinda I know that was tough to, you know, BYU. Um, they, you know, it was another one of those situations where kind of got you down on the block a little bit from what I could tell that day. And um, what was the response to that? Because it just seemed like, boy, the, the movement. I was just rewatching the first half. The ball movement was crisp. Um, what was the, uh, I, I guess everybody was just really ready to get back uh and, and play another game. But what was your message to the team uh after that loss because obviously that's that's a team y'all expected to go in and take care of and I guess that's a reminder that there's really there's really no days off in this league.
11: No, no there's not. I mean look what happened to the Kansas men at Texas Tech last night. I think that yeah. um you know we, we, we didn't start well against BYU. I don't think we went there um, underestimating them. I, I don't really believe in that personally. I don't think we're not like we went in there 14 and Oh, you know, we, we were, we were coming in, you know, kind of win one lose one type situation and wanting to get on a win streak. So, you know, I thought, I thought they were the aggressor early. I thought they did a better job with shot selection. I thought they got in transition and made better decisions you know, and then when we settled into the game, like we just we we couldn't chip away at it. We couldn't get enough stops um, to chip away at it, even though we were scoring in the second half. And so, you know, I think we we were really refocused on defense going into West Virginia. Um, you know, and really taking care of the ball. And I know when you think, oh, well, you turned the ball over 19 times. Did you really take care of the ball? Um, you know they they didn't you know they, in their wins they averaged thirty points off turnovers you know like that is where they where they make hay and and we didn't a lot of our turnovers didn't lead to points um, you know we had spent a, you know it's, you you have two days to prepare it's not and and coming back from BYU and landing at two a.m. really mm-hmm. one of those prep days was simply film you know we didn't hit the court on Thursday so we really did a one day prep. Um, for West Virginia, but the message was simple. It was no teammate left behind, you know, like this is, This has to be a little bit of a jump and hoop mentality um, because how they play is chaotic in the most complimentary way. Um, I can say that it's, um, you know, but they, they speed you up. They, um, you know, and, and what we did, the best thing that we did tip to finish um was we never let them get on a steal score, steal score type of run. Not that we didn't have spells of turnovers, but the reality is we never let them go on an eight Oh run where they smell mm-hmm. blood, you know, and they just come harder and harder. And I thought that was a Testament, not just to Jada and Sarah, um, who handled the ball a lot, but, you know, I thought Asia and Bugs and Bella and, you know, how we cut into open space, even if it was late, you know, trying to take the ball out of bounds. And it's thousand one thousand two. I'm like, hey, at three, y'all got a break, you know, if Sarah and Jade aren't open. Like and so to not pick up any five second calls, to not have any 10 second backcourt calls, um, you'd be shocked at, at how many times they create those areas and so i just i really thought our sophomores were fantastic you know our point guard play you know we did a good job taking care of the ball and in and, and bella and bugs i thought were really really good all game long and and we had a lot of fill in i thought asia had really good moments Dre made shots um you know so so we did a, we were a little bit more of who we typically are we shared the mm-hmm. ball um you know, and uh, we kept it really, really simple. I mean, there were probably two play calls the whole game because when you break their press, they're in their matchup zone, and it's it's all about getting the ball to the and making from there, you know. So, you know, I, I thought we did a, a pretty good job.
1: Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought so too, and, and it was like once you broke the zone and you got that ball to the, the high post a lot of times and you had somebody... Uh, running the baseline, I thought, obviously, when Yaya entered the game, she had a little flurry there where she hit, um, uh, she drove baseline and hit Little yep. Page Bugs with a for a great shot there. But y'all have a tendency, when things are going well, y'all will go on one of those flurries. And I really thought y'all put them in a bad situation right at the first of the second quarter. It was nice to finish the first quarter, with a fifteen eleven, you had a nice bucket there at the end, and and then uh, and then played some pretty good defense. Well, they got a three point shot. Now that I'm thinking about it, but still, um, and then but you went on that flurry to get it to like I think twenty four to thirteen, and that's that's got to be a great sign because you're talking about kind of smelling blood in the water or whatever. That in that moment, it was like it seemed like your team understood the assignment. Like let's. Let's see if we can deliver one of those haymakers right now. And and I, that really seemed like an important point in the game.
11: I thought we were unselfish. I thought from a defensive perspective, you know, it, it helped getting J.J. Quinterly in foul trouble at the beginning, but she came back in the second quarter. Um, but I thought um, our defensive game plan was really, really good um, against their two starting guards who are their leading scorers. And, um, you know, I thought we didn't really let either one of them be efficient, get going, get stuff, a lot of stuff downhill. Um, I thought our switches, I thought, I thought Fauntleroy was really, really good in her switches in terms of having to guard those little guards. Um, you know, I thought, uh, I thought it was one of Bug's of best defensive games of her career. Like, it, it was not because she was ever assigned with the toughest matchup, um, but she rebounded, she covered up. You know, at, at times when we were two on one on the backside, I, I thought she just kind of flew around and 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 was there on catches and used her length really really well. And so, um, just thought both of those two, Bugs and Fontoura, had great great defensive games, um, as well as you know I thought they were they were also obviously efficient offensively and and did a really good job for us, but I thought it was their defense that really was, was a big catalyst, our guards. I thought Jada really bounced back in terms of her defensive effort um, and how she defended uh Quinterly. And so, you know, I, I did, I, I thought it was, I thought it was the best we've done um, in a really long time in terms of being really dialed into game plan at both ends. What do we have to do to score? What do we have to do to take care of the basketball you know, like this isn't a game where I can tell you pass it from A to B, B to C, and you'll just like go down the court. No, you're gonna have to cut because their coverages change. You know who they decide to face guard, who to, who who's open on a flash. Like it's it's not you you have to read open space. You know, so really getting them to think about. That's why we joked about no teammate left behind. Like you just can't leave a teammate hanging out to dry when when you're open and and they're being pressured. You got to cut. And and so I think they really bought into like being really really simple, but um, taking care of the ball, moving it with the with the pass more than the dribble at times. And we still made mistakes. Um, you know, the last minute we we uh, mm. we have to be better in end game situations in terms of what are our decisions, how do we back it out, when do we back it out? You know, but uh, you know, I, I thought our effort start to finish was was really really good in combination with how we executed what we were trying to execute, we've, we've had good effort, even in some of our losses, we haven't quit, you know, we haven't not tried to be good. We just haven't um, done the best job at times of, okay, who's the most open person. You know, we've, we've had a lot of people in moments like want to be heroes for all the right reasons, you know, like all the right reasons, not, not to be on Sports Center, but like, hey, my team needs me needs me to get them going. You know what we really need is to just move the basketball. You know, and eventually we're going to break the defense down and get to an open shot. And so, you know, sometimes I think we were just we've we've tried to do too much, and we're at our best when no one is trying to do too much.
1: Yeah, it's. Um... I I watched that last, the very end of it, and I knew that would frustrate you. But, again, that doesn't uh, take away from the rest of the game. And uh, I I was curious, before we move on to Oklahoma real quick, just what have you done? Sarah has been in this this really rough shooting funk. I thought it was great to see her knock down a three early in that game. I think that was maybe the second bucket of the game for you all. She hits a three. But when when the, when you have that established and heralded a player, and they get one of these deep funks, how do you handle that? Because it's like you don't want her to stop shooting or be, stop being aggressive. But I don't know; she hasn't played in recent weeks. With uh, she certainly, you know, had some great assists in that game. But if, from a shooting standpoint, it just doesn't seem like she's had the confidence, and she's just not knocking them down.
11: Yeah, I, um, you know, sometimes it's as simple as putting your arm around a kid and telling them you love them. Like, you know, I did that in the circle the day before the West Virginia game. Like, I I think she's um, frustrated. Um, I think the best way to get out of a slump is to practice hard, you know, and that's the thing that especially, um, you know, Coach Green and I have emphasized to her And I think a light bulb has gone off that way. I thought um, her left-handed layup coming off the ball screen, you know, in the first quarter playing downhill, um, that was vintage Sarah of, you know, the last two years. Sarah wasn't just a three-point shooter. You know, she wasn't going to live and die at the arc. Certainly it's been her greatest strength, um, Mm -hmm. you know, but putting pressure, you know, on, what we call the cup that, you know, if, if, if someone's in drop coverage, like, you know, playing and attacking, working her feet, getting downhill um, you know, she's, she's been so good at that and, you know, she's really gotten away from it and, you know, challenging her to, to put downhill pressure, you know, coming off. And, and, and a lot of it had to do with coming off an injury, you know, not playing basketball for seven months this off season and, I really mean she did not play basketball yeah. for seven months, like it yeah. wasn't a like her return to protocol like play protocol didn't really start until October you know, and she she probably had only done a half dozen workouts from the end of the season as we were trying to figure out what was going on with her feet and what she could do and what she could handle and and so I think there's there was like a little bit of a loss of confidence in terms of her ability to get by people, and it's just because you you have to rep it you know, Sarah's at her best and she's in the gym and she's in the gym extra. And I don't know that there's a lot of people, um, that really aren't like that. There are some, there are some that the nature of their skill set. you know, they're, they're a beastie offensive rebounder. There are, there are things that like, maybe you don't have to spend a lot of time repping. You just instinctually do, or you you're built that way. Um, but skill players, they have to practice their skills, you know, and, and, um, you know so that that's been the challenge with her, like we need her. I mean, if you look at wins versus losses, you know she's she's an x factor you know and and um you know when you when you go back and you watch some of the close games we had last year that we we pulled out, most of them, you know it was Sarah had big games, you know, and I think this team we have this year, she doesn't need to go get twenty five she doesn't need to go get twenty nine like she did at o u last year when we upset them up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, putting pressure on the D being, being a, you know, she, I, w- I would have truly called Sarah a three level score, um, because she made pull-ups, which she hasn't made so far this year. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's easier, you're easier to guard, um, you know, when you become a specialist, you know, and, and I think some of her, um, not getting as good as shots from three is, is Jada also, you know, wasn't wasn't making shots. So then, you know, no one's rotating off of Sarah, you know? So I think that combination of those, those two struggling to put the ball in the basket at the same time, (laughs) you know, presents a challenge when you're starting backcourt, not that, that we think of Jada as this big time three point shooter, but if you look at her career, she's been about 35% and that's where she was at early in the season for us. She's not going to take a ton. She's not a high volume Mm -hmm. player. Um, but she she'd make enough, just like she made the one against West Virginia. It's not like you think she's gonna make four in a game, but you know you think she's gonna make one um at minimum every other game, you know, so that if people don't guard her, you know she's gonna stick it on you and I thought that's what she did early in the season for us, so I think with both of them it's it's how they play off each other as well,
1: all right, you mentioned it, and talking to Nikki Collin, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. The um, Oklahoma has been on a great run. And uh, certainly, you know, at the end of non-conference, you know, maybe they didn't look uh, like they were going to be as much of a, uh, a presence. And yet, uh, at the end of January, uh, top ten wins over Texas and, uh, at, and against K-State. Uh, coming off uh, obviously, the uh, took care of Iowa State recently, and it just seemed like I think it was Verholst Verhulst who had a like a 25 point game or last outing. What do you um, uh, what do you see from the Sooners before tomorrow night's game? What's been working for them, and what will be the key to? Because uh, this is going to be a great matchup between two teams that are kind of ranked in the same area. What's the what's the biggest key? Uh, to slow down this Oklahoma team that's on a great run.
11: Yeah, they definitely aren't the same team that got beat by Southern um <laughs> you know in December. They um you know, I think they've they've found their groove. Um they always play with great pace, but when you're playing with pace and you're missing, um certainly um you know that that challenges kind of like philosophically who you are. Um you know, but I, I think what they've done, you know, I think an interesting stat on them is they're number one in the country and made threes in the first eight seconds. Um, you know, and so it's very much about um, Todd who's going to get the ball and push it at breakneck pace. And she's looking to find keys. She's looking to find Burlhurst in the trail. She's looking to find van. She's, you know, she's, she's looking at Sahara Williams on a rim run and so you know they have it's it's almost like Sahara Williams is their Maddie Williams um from a year ago and she doesn't have the same skill set um in terms of her ability to to shoot the three as well and playing in the mid range but what she does is she runs like a maniac um you know down the middle of the floor and enforces um you know, your whole person, your guard back to, to stay in there. And then that leads to, you know, trail threes from Burlhurst and Van and um, you know, they're still running 10 players, 11 players, some games. I think this team is a little less balanced. Um, You know, Van was the, the sixth player of the year for two years in a row and now she's their leading scorer and obviously a starter. Um, So they don't have the same firepower off the bench um, but they certainly go to their bench to stay fresh and to keep pace. And so, you know, I think they've just kind of found their identity. Like when you lose um, three 2,000-point scores and Maddie Williams, Taylor Robertson, um, and Anna Lanusa, like you, they lost massive, massive, you know, fifth-year and sixth-year seniors um, who are just the mainstays before Coach Bronchek and after, you know, and so – I think, um, you know, it, it just, it's taken them a little bit of time, but they're a team that's going to play really, really fast. Um, you know, we've got to do a good good job of guarding the arc. We've got to do a good job of, of guarding mismatches. Um, you said at Verlhurst, this had her best game of her, her career, um, including Louisville, a highly, highly touted player coming out of high school and, And, uh, you know, but the the way Oklahoma plays, it's almost as if no shot is a bad shot. You know, they just want a quick shot a lot of times. Um, And so they they're really confident because they just they're fearless in their their offensive attack. Um, And then they they go they go get it. They shoot and chase. You know, they know they're not going to make every shot and they shoot and chase it. So you got to be good on the boards. Um, but they also know and come crunch time when they need a bucket, the ball is going to go to Van, you know, and she's a really tough guard because she's big and strong enough enough to beat you on the low block. Um, she's really, really good in the high post. Um, you know, there's not a lot of players that are efficient in the mid range game. She's one of them, you know, and then even though she's not this like prolific three point shooter to um, beat you with one, you know, so it's, it's, um, that's kind of who they are. I think their their defense. They've played mo- mostly man. They've been a little bit more mixed in the past, um, man and zone. But they're playing about ninety two percent man right now, and playing some side out D in zone, some baseline D in zone, and they'll mix it in. Um, but you know, they they just they play really hard, and they they look like they have fun doing it.
1: All right, and uh, so that's going to be big tomorrow night, six o'clock, five thirty on the pregame here. ESP in Central Texas and then of course Sunday's game we've talked a lot about that but the Jersey retirement game uh, Texas Tech coming in to foster Pavilion that's a three o'clock start have you um, you knew there would be tremendous interest in this any anybody uh, have you heard from or, or any dignitaries uh, I'm sure you'll you maybe want to keep some of that a surprise but uh, has it uh, has it been sort of overwhelming the amount of uh, either former teammates or folks you're hearing about that want to want to be at that ball game.
11: Yeah. You know, I've pretty much stayed in the foxhole in terms of like, yeah, trying to coach this team. Um, I certainly have had updates. I had one yesterday. Um, you know, I think the fans will enjoy what I wear. So I'll, I'll just leave, I'll <laughs> leave that. At, there's a little teaser for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, but i I think it's gonna be just an awesome celebration. I do think we'll have former teammates. We'll have w people um Nike people, you name it. they'll be you know kind of people who love b g and have loved her you know kind of it in every layer you know from from family to to collegiately to professionally and so you know i think um our our sport administrator Juliana Smith and uh you know, my two operations people, Michael and Micah, have spent a ton of time, um, you know, trying to make this really, really special. So um, now we just need the fans to to make her feel loved, you know, and, mm-hmm. and foster. So that that's what I'm excited to see is is how they show up and and respond and and how excited they are for her.
1: All right, my guess is you're going to be in a in a um, old school Baylor. Brittany jersey am i am i close hmm.
11: you are way off um <laughs> but but fun idea like i've i've, I've done the bg jersey <laughs> before uh different places right. but uh yeah no just a little off but it's okay it's okay
1: that's that's a little It'll too no on feathers. the nose if you're retiring the jersey to show up in her jersey yeah i need to go back to the yeah. drawing board but um I, yeah, now my mind is really racing at some of the possibilities out there. Uh, but, uh, all right, Nikki Collin uh, has something in store for us on the 18th. Show up at 3 o'clock, and you will find out. Nikki, I, uh, I appreciate it. Great to catch up with you.
11: Yes, it's always good to catch up.
1: All right. Especially after a win, Mosley.
11: Especially after a
1: win. I know, but you show up either (laughs) way, and I appreciate that about you. Either way.
11: It is.
4: Yeah,
1: I do. It is Nikki Collin with her appearance on the Matt
4: Mosley Show. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at
8: CentexSportsFan.com. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine. Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast acting. Long lasting and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product, so give the doctor a call today at 863 8800 or look us up on the web at I need the doctor.com. So, for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make
5: a house call.
2: Hey, Central Texas, the next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Hellberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000, from pickups and deliveries to full service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations, each are Hellberg Barbecue specialties. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Helberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, and at HellbergBarbecue.com.
4: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
6: Whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question, things always seem to come up when your bank is closed. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you have access to a real, live, local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from 6 to 8.30 every morning or from 5 to 10 o'clock every evening. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
7: Looking for that perfect Valentine's Day gift? How about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at Dia Mori Fine Jewelers. Say I love you this Valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures diamonds, and free red roses. Celebrating a lifetime of Valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive.
13: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Sherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Sherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue.
14: Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi Burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi Ribeye Chicken Fried Steak. Their chili relleno is famous, and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish at etouffee. Where I-35 and the Brazos River meet, the Brazos Landing, Waco
4: now back to the matt mosley show on espn central
1: texas on oh, it is matt mosley the matt mosley show espn central texas cam stewart alongside we're out here at the brazos club as you're getting ready for tonight's baylor game and <laughs> the brazos landing yes oh it's great to be out here at the brazos landing and uh i am i've I've, I've knocked down some hush puppies i've knocked down some bang bang shrimp yeah oh my goodness yeah king's cake that's the butter club over there okay yeah you're just combining the two that's all right across the way for one mega spot the brazos landing or as somebody said yesterday david murphy calling it brazos I bet that's how you thought it was growing oh, up. Oh, for sure. If you'd ever for heard sure, of the Brazos I, River. And I was
2: saying to Aaron, I think I bet if my dad came down, he would call. You'd still call it that. Brazos, even though I've been here almost the a Brazos.
1: decade. The Brazos. You used to have the Brazos Queen. Used to sit out here. Yeah. We would have events and smokers and like uh, fraternity type events and that kind of thing. But then it used to actually would take it down the Brazos River. And then at one point, the the Brazos Queen ended up in like Rockwall or somewhere, like in Lake Ray Hubbard. <laughs> Wait, were you <laughs> in a fraternity? Stop it. The look, stop it. <laughs> the look you had to give. Stop it. I don't know. Well, whatever. I didn't know what you were getting at. I didn't give you any look. I've got sunglasses. You can't see my eyes. Um, it is Fat Tuesday, and the Mardi Gras menu is off to a great start with the seafood gumbo, the crawfish jambalaya with hush puppies, and that crawfish mac and cheese. And then we've been sampling some king cake. Woo, that king cake That's is good. nice. And then also today through Saturday, They have a special Valentine's Day menu, and I'm just going to go over the main course real quick. Chateaubriand, Chilean sea bass, chicken roulade, stuffed chicken with poblano cream sauce, honey glazed carrots, parmesan risotto. And then for dessert, chocolate mousse with chocolate-covered strawberries or key lime pie. I mean, this Mm. is just, this is the stuff that Valentine, I mean, this is, you really need to, yeah. This is all the good stuff about Mardi Gras.
2: Yeah. You know, not like the not being able to move in crowds
1: in New Orleans and that kind of thing. Be careful, because I think by the time we end this show, they'll not, look, it'll be be a a party. It'll be a party. The the, the Mosley Show brings, here they come. Here they come. It is, it is Fat Tuesday starting to bring them in. I think they're hearing of our show. Now, Aaron Sexton has prepared, some big-time NFL yeah, headlines.
10: Got the kind of music
2: going for a while. We need to get this going. <laughs> is it still going,
1: uh, Aaron? What do you What do you have for us?
10: Dan Graziano reporting that Cowboys wide receiver Ceedee Lamb could be receiving an extension before the season starts. Ceedee Lamb is entering his uh, the fifth year of his rookie contract, and is scheduled to make 18 million dollars this coming season. But according to Graziano, the Cowboys are looking for a long-term extension to lock him up and bring that number down.
1: Yeah, not not a you know when you compare it to quarterbacks, Cam, not a horrible number. Sure, the 18 million, but but why not get that number down? See if you can do a long-term. The only thing that's a little weird is there's been a lot of talk involving him. And, you know, he and Micah were comparing notes on Micah's podcast. They, <laughs> yeah. They're a little concerned about that. the Cowboys culture. And, and, and then, of course, CD's mom has gotten involved. I and, like that they're concerned about the
2: Cowboys culture as they're discussing, like, well, I should be the highest paid receiver in football, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Huh. Yeah. We're all trying to figure out who made this culture here.
1: Yeah. yeah. But I think, I mean, there's a lot that has to be done. Before oh, yeah. next season, Dak has to get. A, Dak's going to need to get a new deal, and and if CD gets a new deal, what do you think Mike is going to be saying? Oh, whoa, whoa, what about what am I playing for here? Yeah, and so Mike is going to be looking for his new deal. Those are three players that all need new deals. Two of them are getting their second deal, and they're yeah. not going to want to hear. Well, sorry, we don't have enough left because we gave it all to our quarterback. Mm-hmm. The quarterback has now had one huge bite, and then he got. He got the extension, right? And he said yeah. he's had a couple. Of, so he's about to get his next bite of this apple, and this will be a massive bite. Big, in,
0: big yeah. time. Yeah. In, in one and day. this is, this is yeah. all
2: the all-in here, Matt. We talked about this a few weeks ago when Jerry made those comments. I think this is what all-in is, is restructuring these deals and keeping these guys locked up, which is great, but we know there's pieces out there that the Cowboys need, and I don't know how all-in they are on those versus keeping these guys in-house you know yeah i which they need to do too i don't want to sound like hey why is he focusing on resigning these guys but
1: yeah i think this is probably it you got to push your chips out there and they're going to they're going to put their money on the guys you already have and um and this hope that Zim can come in here i still find it funny that Rex Ryan tried to use the Super Bowl pregame to screw everything up with Zimmer. Whoa, 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 I'm still in this. Wait a minute. Well, I'm still in I'm this. I'm hearing Zimmer's not done.
2: <laughs> and, you know, they're hiring or they're, they're they're talking to another sharp defensive, former defensive coordinator, too, undisclosed sources. That's probably what Rex was thinking.
1: Yeah, yeah, That's uh, that was interesting how all that went down for sure. All right, Aaron, what else do we have, sir?
10: The Super Bowl was the longest Super Bowl ever and also the most watched Super Bowl ever. As a matter of fact, it was the most watched program in television history. According to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics, the Chiefs 25-22 overtime win over the 49ers averaged 123.7 million viewers across television and streaming platforms. That's up 7% from last year's record of 115.1 million by the Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. The game was televised by CBS, Nickelodeon, and Univision, and also streamed on Paramount Plus, as well as the NFL's digital platform.
1: you you got to think Nickelodeon brought most of this Oh, in, of course. Right? That was I at would least think so, million. yeah.
10: <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's crazy is I think the
2: series finale of MASH is still in the top ten. Oh, yeah. Even with these massive Super Bowls yeah. we've had, which is good for them. But you just how much ha- of the, how much is how much of this is Taylor Swift, Matt?
1: I think that's a fair. Question. I want you to
2: put a percentage on it.
1: I would say. If you say eighteen
2: percent. I say thirteen percent. It's a no, real. No,
1: I think there. I think there's still significant bump, but I think it's probably eight percent more because of Swift. I don't <laughs> I, think it's quite. Because I don't me, it think would more be like everyone's or, watching it,
2: but I think more people were paying attention to it. Yeah, but they don't you know measure what I mean? like that. We're parties, yeah. I, 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 know, I know, I know, I know, I uh-huh. know. But I saw I was in the airport that day, and they had those obnoxious T-shirts that just said, "I'm I'm here just rooting for Taylor's boyfriend. Go Taylor's boyfriend." It's starting to wear on me. I'm starting to I'm starting to get irrationally upset about it.
1: I do think they got like a a a lot bigger, you know, like teenage type audience than ever. I think now my 16-year-old, I can't say. I mean, she likes Taylor Swift as much as the next girl.
2: She's more interested in like the A gap, b gap, that kind of thing. She actually likes Ruppets the football and the sports,
1: and she's way into hoops. Okay, and all right. um,
2: they got good teams up in fact, there. In she's already asked course.
1: for Jazz, Mavs tickets. She's already on the lookout March 21st. 21st. We used to love the Jazz because uh, when Donovan played there, but okay. she's kind of held on, and I love Quinn Snyder. But the Jazz, I think, because now it's Keontae plays for them, and he just got put in, by the way. He put back in and and named the starting point guard. He's having a good year. So I think that's um, that's a good thing. Although last night in his first – start back in the starting lineup. We'll two, need to, two for we'll ten need to with five bring points. her on
2: when we need a Hoops expert at some
1: point. Oh, she's been on. Yeah, Simcox, uh, back in the Simcox days, um, and uh, she would she the would come on. Is. Yeah, well, no.
2: Aaron. Aaron. Aaron's back <laughs> there putting up some fingers we can't no, see. No, no, Aaron,
1: Aaron <laughs> continued to build on the greatness of Simcox. Of course. We, of we, course. We, we just only kept fan. going up. But... Um, uh, but yeah, she's got opinions, and uh, she's was a huge beard fan. James okay. Harden was her guy, all right. and and uh, he's he's kind of doing better now. So is, I think she, is she is she a that. Mavs
2: fan at all? It seems like she's bouncing around these other teams.
1: Likes Luka, but but I mean, uh, she Harden was her was her player, and. Uh, she always thought Steph was very overrated. She's kind of come around on Steph <laughs> a little bit. She went all bit. in on this then. Yeah. Oh, this is not <laughs> a pretend deal. And Like fans were turning around at Rockets, Mavs games, and she's just, you know, a 10-year-old just screaming, yeah, and, and uh, so yes. anyway, in her hardened jersey. Um, Aaron continue, sir.
10: The Super Bowl set all kinds of records, not only length and number of people watching, but also the amount bet on the Super Bowl was a record. More than 185.6 million was bet on Super wow. on the Super Bowl just in Nevada, just in Nevada sportsbook book. <laughs> That's the most ever. Is there a place to
2: bet in Nevada? Uh, <laughs> Betting <laughs> legal there? I'm sorry. Is gambling legal in Nevada? <laughs> Do we know
10: that? <laughs> on that uh, I action, could, wow. They won 4.4 million. They had averaged winning $13.2 million the previous four Super Bowls. So they didn't win as much, but they still won, like they always do.
1: You know, I think I remember Cam saying, or maybe Aaron said, that the Sharps' money was on the Niners mm-hmm. and uh, leading up. And, again, my whole thing was don't ever bet against Mahomes. You saw it all through the playoffs. They were not favored when they were on the road. And then they found a way. And of course, isn't it funny, Cam, I'm sure you had some of the same uh, text messages. You only hear from your buddies when they win a bunch of money, right? They sure, never they yeah. never text and go, Hey, I lost three thousand. No, you're oh,
2: from the other buddies. You you we'll do. get video of those guys losing all their money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the guys who stuck around in, in Arizona after I left on Sunday some, had eat? some good money on the game.
1: Yeah. Can you uh, can? There, are there sports books there in Arizona? I'm just trying to think.
2: Yeah, in fact, there was a a DraftKings or FanDuel. I can't remember which one. I know they're rivals. Uh, they had a sports book right next to the Waste Management Open.
1: So that was just a disaster of a tournament. Oh,
2: did you see the numbers? By the way, what uh, the TV uptick? numbers? Uh, no, no. Uptick in everything from the waste management. And by everything, I mean people thrown out, uh, people arrested for trespassing, all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, calls for service, arrests, ejections, and trespassings all went up. <laughs> That's not Arrests from zero in 2022 to 54 in the year of our lord 2024
1: i think the thunderbirds have to get that under control that run that thing that's a that's a bad that was a wild scene get guys like me out and of there. course cam stewart was right there in the middle of it and what was that group that had the special uniforms on who are they supporting there was oh one. i don't
2: you know i don't know the golfers but they had the <laughs> chef's hat that all said let him cook yeah we walked in behind them the first day you had groups of you had people dressed as bananas drink toll's <laughs> worst nightmare uh-huh. uh you had a bunch of Happy Gilmore people. Yeah. In fact, one of uh, one of my girlfriend's friends texted said she thought she saw me on TV because there was a bunch of guys in Bruins jerseys. They were all in the fake Boston Happy Gilmore jerseys. Oh, is what it I got was. you.
1: Yeah. I got you. All right, that is our NFL Blitz package. And uh, Cam, we've got to get into we got we got basketball coming up tonight, eight o'clock tip off, seven thirty on the pregame. John and Pat will be on the call. John was just here. We are at the Brazos Landing. Wow, what a scene it is out here. Come see us. Fat Tuesday specials, $10 drinks, hurricanes, margaritas, purple martinis, and then unbelievable food specials. I just plowed down some hush puppies and bang bang shrimp. The crawfish specials. That p- crawfish po boy with fries is my next thing. Mm. I'm not sure if the owner meant for me to try something of everything on the menu, but I'm I'm going to give happening. it. A, I'm going to give it's it. it a, Tuesday. Give it a go. Come out here. It's your last night before you give everything up for Lent. Um, next we talk Baylor. Does Baylor have a, still have a chance to win this conference? We discuss next. The flagship station
4: for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
13: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real world experiences and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at CJSJLaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue.
0: patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments so how does this non-surgical approach work QC Kinetics Medical Director Dr. Aaron Wolkoff explains it's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then
2: it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue and then you look down a week later two weeks later and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed
0: in this same way QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal
2: self-healing that can resolve patients' pain.
0: Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments. Call QC
13: Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100
4: your home for the world champion Texas Rangers ESPN Central Texas
6: my house is-
7: is right around the corner and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here call universal windows direct of central texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for years there's finance options to fit any budget that's any budget contact universal windows direct of central texas for a free home as to UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love
6: my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
8: Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast acting, long lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product, so give the doctor a call today at 863 8800 or look us up on the web at IneedTheDoctor.com. So, for doors that are sticking
5: and cracks in your walls, the
12: Foundation Doctor will make a
5: house call.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We are at the Brazos Landing. And Cam, I hope, Cam Stewart alongside Aaron Sexton as well. I've been uh, feasting. We've had king cake already. I've had bang bang shrimp. And then i got to say tonight's specials. As we get in toward the evening, and people are already starting to filter in here a little bit, out here on the patio. Wow, I love this. Right by, right by, I can look out and see the Brazos River. I love that path out there. This is just a great place to hang out before games, and you can even park the car here and walk over. Now, don't get on back and get your car because they got, at some point, they got to send their folks home, but uh, it's still a uh, – It's still a pretty uh, neat scene out here. $10 drinks, hurricanes. That seems appropriate. Since this is Fat Tuesday, the Mardi Gras menu, margaritas, the purple martini. There's something about Cam's, the way Cam's dressed, and this new haircut. He looks like a man who might sip on a a purple martini. Of course, we will only do that. Only green martinis. He would only do that when he's off the air because, uh, I tell you, we keep it. We keep it uh, clean here on the on the Mosley Show. I want to keep this thing pristine? Crawfish jambalaya with hush puppies. I believe that's the direction JMO went, and I love. I'm a big. I measure places by their hush puppies, and the round nature and in, in the the of it and the golden brown and then the, kind of the filling. It's beautiful. They do a, they do a Did great this, job. This pass the test. Absolutely. Okay.
2: All right. Bra- looks like it for sure.
1: The Brazos landing. Come join us. Come be a part of the show. Text us if you if you must at 254-662-1660. Um, a reminder, Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics, is going to join us at 5 p.m. today. All right. So lots, lots still to come. Campus Confidential at 445. Now, we can kind of carry this one over if we want to a little bit, Cam, but um, with Kansas last night, and of course Baylor's playing OU tonight. What a what a beat down that was. Grant McCaslin in Texas Tech, and and, and they were up at halftime about thirty seven twenty eight. And if you've watched Kansas enough, you thought, well, they they'll they'll come fighting back here. They'll be okay, and they weren't. They got blown off the court, and. It, it, you know tech played great I, I'm so glad the Bears did not play them when they had their big man yeah, Warren somebody or difference. something washington, yeah. washington he's like seven foot he's active and he'll even he'll even toss in a jumper every once in a while he he's not he's no Eve Meesey, but he's he's something he's at least yeah. a presence yeah. and it was nice I that loved they didn't have seen
2: that matchup him
0: against me
1: glad we didn't glad we didn't bears needed to win they got that win and so it got it got us to thinking cam i i don't like i guess houston by the rankings is the number one team in this conference mm-hmm. i kansas is not kansas does not look great right now at all they're having to start a guy and of course mccoller has been out so i do mm-hmm. think we need yep. to say that keep
2: that in mind yeah but
1: they're playing Furphy, who will be good in the future, but as a true freshman, not quite ready for prime time. Dickinson comes and goes. Like, he can be great at times, but, boy, when he floats around and wants to shoot the three, I think they kind of lose something there. And then they got a Five guy named points Tim. Last
0: night, they got last yeah. night.
1: Yeah, not good. Not good for a guy, one of the leading guys in the conference. Uh, Timberlake, not really ready for prime time. Nah. Harris, their point guard, not a shooter, not a scorer. So without McCuller, they, they're having huge scoring issues.
2: Yeah, and what what stands out to me in this kind of game, Matt, I know it's on the road, and you don't have McCuller. I, I get that. But they were like the number one assist team in the country. They're, they're so good at moving the ball. And they shoot 33%. They score 50 points while only having nine turnovers on the night. This game combined for 17 turnovers was just less than what Baylor had themselves on Saturday. So, like, to – to not be, to be taking care of the ball and only scoring 50 points, that's a bad. That's a bad deal. They shot 18 per, 18.8% from three mm-hmm. in the game last night. They're not a devastating shooting team. Hunter Dickinson is on a milk carton in this game, and it seems like they just didn't have really a second option. They did. They got done to them what they did to Houston. Last Saturday. Yeah. And they made Kansas made some shots early in that game, forced some turnovers early, and kind of kept them at arm's length. Like Houston wasn't able to get back into the game with the offense they had. Tech just did that to them. They made some shots early and kept pushing and you know had a big halftime lead and then extended it. And Kansas just was shell shocked. They, they they did not make an adjustment. They they were totally out of this game.
1: Yeah. This is not a vintage Bill Self team. No, and but I'm trying to not let myself get carried away because I remember in recent years, a couple of years ago, seeing Bill, and, and maybe two or three years ago, they had a three-game losing streak. And you thought, this, this yeah, team's in trouble. Off, yep. And he does always find a way. Like something tells me they'll still be in the running mm-hmm. for a Big 12 title. But this all leads us to... Can't play on the road. Like... Well, nobody can, and America. and I think the worst loss of the year was Tech losing at home. One of the worst losses of the year, losing at home to Cincinnati. Yeah. And of course, we now know they were sick and they had some stuff going on
2: on February 3rd, on the day the music died. Mmm. <sighs> and they lose in Lubbock. That can't happen. Yeah, can't happen.
1: That's a good reference. That's Thank a good you. Buddy Holly reference and the big bumper. Um, yeah, I. And oh, and the Tech the Tech crowd started with a. We want Kevin. We want Kevin. He couldn't come in. Right. Obviously, he's hurt. And they were up
2: 25 at the point. Do that at the beginning of the game. Come on. Maybe they did.
1: Maybe they did. But Maybe. did you see him over there? He was kind of doing a little funny thing <laughs> with it. <laughs> I, I, I'm i okay with that. Totally okay with oh, that yeah. because no, the I'm... guy left your school. Yeah. And he went to a rival school. Which has
2: happened twice now to these texters. Is... Remember Baker Mayfield's come back.
1: I, 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 think, I think Tech, I think Lubbock – is just barely behind Fog Allen. I think when we, it's on, yeah. When it's when it's going crazy yeah. and when they're in full bloom, which they are at eight o'clock start against Kansas. Right.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Them and them and Hilton are right in that next tier.
1: See I think they're alone. I would have okay, I got okay. tech alone in second looked, on I a crowd standpoint. I don't
2: want to go and play there, I'll say that.
1: Um now but, the Bears, this leads to the question, can the Bears win this conference? They have eight games left.
13: Mm-hmm. Including tonight? The
1: Cougars have seven, I believe, and four of the seven are currently ranked. I think that is of the, the new rankings that came out yesterday. The Houston schedule is tough. Yeah. I, I've got huge respect for the Houston coaching staff, and I love their two main guards, and I love their front court. So I do, but... Boy, they if you get if you they can't play from behind. No. Cuz they they they're a team that needs to beat on you, hit some big threes, get penetration, but they really they literally have in my mind about three dudes who can hit a three. And then they have guys that will just beat you to a pulp. Yeah. Like I'm not saying you can't <laughs> get I mean, when Baylor has to when they come here, they could absolutely come in here and beat Baylor, but yeah, no I much. don't think you have to be like. I, I don't know. I go back and forth. I la, the team I saw last night from Kansas. I think Houston's quite a bit better. But when they played at Kansas, Houston couldn't even stay on the floor with them. Right. And the well, only reason Houston was even within like thirteen points was because Cryer went off in the second half. Mm-hmm. And he is very capable of that, as we've seen. That'll yeah. be interesting to see, by the way, what the what the Baylor yeah, family does thing. with Cryer yeah. coming home. I, I know how I, I'd
2: go with it, but...
1: I think they'll be tough on him. I think so, too. But I, but I think I'm going so to feel a tad, a tad bit bad about that. National like I, Championship
2: ring. He does have one of those with you. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, I, I don't want to bash on the kid or anything, but it just always seemed like... He you not think he was disinterested. happy? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, disinterested is a bad way to go with it. But just seemed like he was ready to go somewhere else. And then he did and went back home. Like, he just seemed like one of those kids that was kind of homesick. He lo- looked all doom and gloom all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know he didn't like the role he was playing in. But with this Houston team, you know what it reminds me of is something we just talked about, really, are those tech teams from a couple years ago. Like that last Chris Beard team and that first Mark Adams team that would suffocate you defensively, but they didn't have those shot creators. McCullough was on one of those teams, as a matter of fact. That they just they didn't have the shot creators who are going to get you the good looks in the final couple minutes of the game. So with that, they, they couldn't play from behind. They were like that football team yeah. that has a good offense, but they can't throw the ball. So you get them in a 10, nothing, 14, nothing, and they can't come back from it. It doesn't suit their game. That That's what they remind me a lot of. And I think this kid shed is probably better than offensively than any of those uh, tech guys after Culver left. But, um, that that's that's kind of what it reminds me of. So they've played their way to the top, but they 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 and everyone else in this conference has trouble winning on the road, and so that just ma- that just magnifies these home games for these teams.
1: Texas ha- Texas Tech has a player named Darian Darian Williams. Mm-hmm. Did you see his line last night? So he goes he goes for 30.
2: Yep, big game.
1: And he didn't miss a shot.
2: So he went kind of he went right hundred
1: percent hundred 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 you know we're always talking about ninety you know you want to get the free throw percentage perfect and and yeah. and then be over fifty from three point or be over forty from three point range. so he didn't miss a shot while scoring 30 points.
2: That's pretty good, Matt. I, so it hasn't
1: been done since like 2010 or something like that. And 11
2: rebounds along with that. That's not bad. 30,
1: 11 and like 3 or something like that. Yeah.
2: Is that good? I've done that in a few times in some church rec leagues.
1: Were you big over at the Slick?
2: No. I've never been big in my life, Matt. No. No big
1: in the like in the in the <laughs> no, uh, no. Okay. So yeah, we used to play in Russell. from the floor
2: by the way. 4 or 4 from 3. That's that's pretty good. Uh-huh. Not Anyway,
1: yeah. Go and ahead. And the free throw line. What was he? Two or two. Two or two. So just perfect. Yeah. uh Oh, okay. Let's not. Let's not say we. My man Thomas. Man, he's been there for me quite a bit in in recent weeks, and he is delivered again this evening. Oh my gosh! Literally. I'll need you to just be out there till about midnight tonight. No big deal. <laughs> oh, love, love that guy. Uh, okay, so good stuff there. I, I, there's something you were talking about earlier today, and I think it's time, now that the chiefs have done this, let's start putting this thing in context a little bit and let's get some dynasty talk because no one loves talking dynasty like someone who grew up rooting for the Patriots. Mm. This is kind of in your wheelhouse. Where are have they already surpassed the 90s cowboys these chiefs we discuss next?
12: Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear Softball all season long on 101.3
14: FM. Baylor Softball on the road at McNeese State on Thursday. 545 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch Thursday for Baylor Softball on 101.3 FM.
12: Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM.
2: Is it time to upgrade your garage, barn, shed, or warehouse with a new garage door? Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service boasts the largest garage door showroom and design center in Central Texas. Revamp your style with new customized garage doors with windows. Free estimates are available and all calls are answered by an operator 24-7. Precision Garage Door Service, 1100 Jewel Drive, Waco, 254-522-9657 and at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Ask about their financing options. The government
14: Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 8080.
15: Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. we treat you like family by new roads
13: an exceptional experience and extraordinary results that's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at cherry johnson sigmund james law firm craig cherry ryan johnson mark sigmund and scott james are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes they have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue.
9: King of the when we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we're not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
1: Corio Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show sports injury expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Corio Health orthopedic team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot, to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Mosley, Cam Stewart, we are at the Brazos Landing. They've got this unbelievable Valentine's Day menu the rest of the week, taking you through Saturday. If you want to come tomorrow night, it's a beautiful menu, and the price is right. I mean, this is like unbelievable value. And um, we're out on the – Oh well, the buzzer-billy deck out here. Buzzer, I mean it's a it's a fun it's a fun atmosphere, and we've got the uh, Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras menu. I'm eating some uh, king cake as we speak. Ten-dollar hurricanes, margaritas, purple martini, and then uh, crawfish jambalaya with hush puppies, crawfish mac and cheese, crawfish po' boy with French fries. In fact, somebody, well, Roy Nash, former Baylor basketball player. And a fine sponsor of ours, NeighborWorks Waco, um, he said to um, be sure that we try the armadillo eggs. Okay. They are my favorite at the Brazos Landing. Cam, have you ever had those? Cam is, I'm finding out so. today that Cam is the pickiest eater uh, in the world. But you found some things that do appeal to you I here. Always do, yeah. I always
2: do. I always do. But, yeah, I'm Pretty picky. Vegetables, not my thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Even I'm at not. At my
2: tender age.
1: This, uh, this king cake, I do not see a single veggie as part of that. No. And uh, uh, this is uh, some really good offerings that we have here. Boy, thanks to uh, uh, Becky Lindsay, Claude, uh, Claude Lindsay, the owners of this fine establishment. What an incredible day it is. Fat Tuesday, come celebrate with us. And then um, leave your car here. Walk over the bridge. To the game, and then uh, and then after the game, come on back, come on back, get your car, and uh, that'll be that'll be a great thing. Uh, I'm getting excited about tonight's game. I think oh, this is too. a. Uh, boy, and you made me think of my old buddy Chris Williams, um, who's now covers Sooners, the Sooners for like a Norman or Oklahoma City. I think it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma City station. Yep, yep. Yeah, and so. I'm going to, uh, in fact, I'm just going to reach out to him as we speak here and just tell him, hey, are you in town kind of thing, because this is too good of a scene. We've got the. Um...
2: And, by the way, Chris Williams, talk about a looker. Man, here on Valentine's Day, he could clean up. He's one of the sharpest dressed guys in all of local media.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably not, throb to, probably not to Matt Lively's. Well, oh, They're both. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's I think Nicole, sure. And if you're going to talk heartthrob, probably you would you would begin there. And the, uh, Nicole and Darby, obviously. Uh, you know,
2: I have a girlfriend. Where are you? What position? No, are you I'm, just, to saying, put me in I'm here just saying. I'm just saying. I would not like start <laughs> with those dudes.
1: No, no shade. I'm just saying. I think. Well, I think we could go a different direction there. Okay. Um, so and all
2: very talented too.
1: Very. And even the guys, their craft very soon, I don't know how good-looking they are, but the guys at Fox 44 I like, Parker and, and Eric. <laughs> but I, I hope they're listening. I don't <laughs> know if they're
2: good-looking or anything, but, you know, they're there too. But, <laughs>
1: they, but they Parker violated a huge rule. Never, when you're covering something, never do you, like, I mean, like, all of us think we were decent athletes at one point. Not all of us, but some of us. Okay. But you should never, in, like, a college setting, or an NFL setting ever, get out there and let it be put on film, you shooting a three no, or throwing that. the football. And there was Parker Rain throwing up some shots, and, I mean, they were bricks. And the only people who can make those <laughs> shots are play at TCU. He <laughs> should have tried that tryout. Oh, Jameer. Oh, think <laughs> the TCU. <laughs> had the recent tryout. God, I love this place. The Brassus Landing all right here in the shadows of uh, – The Brazos River. Oh, here somebody has arrived. I think they're. I hope they're not moving because we're bothering them. I think they're kind of excited to be out here with us on the patio. I am. And uh, well, you're. Yeah, you're paid to be with me. Um, but it is. I'm very glad to have you. That was my server last time we were here, and I had those chicken fried steak sliders. They can't see. What's that? The people listening. No, I was just. I was pointing it out to you. Okay. Um. (laughs) Now. Hey, here's what I love. Cam earlier today told me he wanted to talk about something, and then I brought that I brought that something up, and Cam's like, "Well, you know, everybody's talking about that today." Like, puts it down. His <laughs> I own idea. It this is your own idea, but I think you're perfectly suited for this. I
2: think so too. Yeah, because I try you... not to link it all back to the page I can do a Patriots thing uh-huh. every day. I can yeah. link back something we're talking to. And of
1: course, that does great ratings for us. Yeah, but, um, that's why I'm trying to keep it curbed. This this Chiefs thing. I mean, it's. It's remarkable. There's something. Well, first of all, when it comes to dynasties, do you have to win it all? Like, can, the, can a dynasty, yes. can part of the dynasty be just getting there? I mean, if that's part of the just getting to the Super Bowl or getting to the AFC or NFC title game, no. can that be part of the dynasty? Or dynasties only measured by you got to win the Lombardi?
2: Got to win it. Okay. I mean, you have to win it. And I, I've seen okay. NFL films that a top ten mm-hmm. list. Yeah. Probably like 15 years ago, no. and they Kinda had to outdated. put in 10 in there, and they put in the 90s bills because they made four straight Super Bowls.
1: But that's like, kind of a.
2: Would you consider those early 2000s Philadelphia Eagles a dynasty? They made four straight NFC Championship games.
1: No, no, no. Right, I, I, I,
2: and look, I mean, that's a great <laughs> run by Buffalo. By the way, that's not nothing. And that that's kind of today's day and age. Not everything has to be a dynasty. Yeah. Like, that was a I, good run.
1: I think it's funny, though, that, like, he wins this Super Bowl, and after the last one, you know, which was last year, it's kind of like, nah, he's still got a long way to go. And, like, he wins one more, which, again, puts him in a great company. Sure. He's got three of these things, and, and, and now it's kind of like, oh, goat. He's going to be the goat. Yeah, he's gotta, mean, you're like, hearing that unironically this week. Yeah. It's crazy. He's got, and you're hearing it from current players. Now, of course, some of them – didn't spend a lot of time playing against Brady. Did Micah get one yeah, look the, at Brady? The ones who are
2: saying it, I'm guessing, are the young guys. Or the young Brady. guys? Yeah.
1: Um, Brady has moved on to making Dunkin' Donuts commercials. The Dunkings. Did you like yeah, that? Yeah,
2: I did. You it's know, kind of fun. I, I, they're, now they're trying to force in some sort of Bostonian commercial every year. We're so massive that they're trying to appeal to that audience every year, and I hate most of them.
1: Most Who, of who's massive? You're saying Boston, Boston people. Boston, yeah.
2: I mean, look, they're trying to make a Boston commercial every year. Whether it's they—they mm-hmm. they had that car one a few years ago that was terrible with Rachel Dratch and Krasinski and. Oh, you're RCs. saying they're trying
1: to kind of use the accent and yes, do all that? Yeah, there's a Boston yeah. culture flavor. Do any of your buddies every super? Bowl. You don't really talk like that. Do any of your buddies talk like that? Like, well, we that? have.
2: Well, we—I don't use it on the air. We have real Boston accents, not. The crap that John Krasinski is yours, Patrick. like a
1: South Boston person, or totally different since you're kind of it's from the suburbs? Kind of, it's
2: all kind of the same, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, But, I mean, let's give Dratch a break because she simply was trying to make a comeback after being out of the limelight from SNL. She is from SNL, And she was being over the top with it probably, right? That may a, not been her true no. accent. She,
2: she's from Lexington, and John Krasinski's from Newton, which means nothing, but I'll I'll, yeah. I'll relate it to this. They are from the Highland Park of Boston. Oh, okay. Rich so, folks. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, Rich folks there <laughs> yeah.
1: in the big dig. Okay. Yeah. Um, now we we got to we got to try to establish where the chiefs are I, cuz i don't i don't think of them yet with the 70s steelers okay and in chuck Knoll and that whole because it was just year after year after year and they ended up see that could have been the cowboys cowboys could have owned the 70s and 80s five and years they just didn't quite later, they didn't yeah. quite get it done yeah right Roger and, and the crew only got two Super Bowls, which is crazy because, of course, they get three under Jerry Jones, yeah. mostly, you know, and Jimmy, of course, and then Barry got the last one. If we ever do a conversation on, like, the worst Super Bowl coach ever, like, he's Ooh. the he's like one the of the winners, greatest the college winners. coaches ever. But if you talk about, like, the, the worst NFL Super Bowl winning coaches, I mean, it's like on one hand I could make the argument – He's, like, maybe in the top five of all-time oh, yeah. greatest college coaches. Yeah. But in terms of who's won NFL Super Bowl, you know, that's a that, – that's he would have to be at the top of the list, sadly. The but, Bucks guy
0: would be up okay,
1: there. Okay, but but let's do this. The Steelers, do you have the Chiefs already moving past them or not? Do you think they're about time? Yeah,
2: you know, I, I guess I hadn't thought of it in that way. I I guess the simple math is four to three. Now, what I will say is, any dynasty that comes around now, I, I will think is more impressive because it was much easier for the Steelers to retain their team year after year after year. Because free agency say, did
1: not exist, right? And not yeah. trying
2: to say, oh well, that's you know that's worse than. Than the, than the Chiefs automatically. But that is something to think about. That's why I think the Patriots will always be the most impressive until someone does it for 20 years Okay, to have two dynasties in one. But uh, they are a dynasty. That is without question. Once you win three in the, in the short span, that's a dynasty.
1: Three and five?
2: Is three and right? five, yeah. yeah.
1: So, okay, so you are they you're willing better, to? Call, I don't know. They've been a
2: quarterback, <laughs> I guess you could give them the edge there. But I mean, they the still have, have like a, ten Hall of Famers. A ways
1: to go because the Patriots extended theirs from. Oh my goodness. Okay, when did it start? Two thousand one. Two thousand
2: eighteen was the last one.
1: Okay, so, so literally they they had, they had a lull in there somewhere. Ten
2: years. Ten, they yeah, had a ten-year. So 40 40 and I don't think
1: it was a dynasty but it was kind of like you're almost a choppy one. Yeah, it's a little what I'll bit...
2: say, what I'll say with that, though, is you're right, you're right, because they go ten years in the middle there. They do a three and four years, then a three and five years, and this is going to sound a little contradictory, but they were in the mix every okay. single year between then. They made six straight AFC championships, okay. eight straight. So, so I'll give you there that. The, whole time. the
1: most impressive ever, because it happened during the free agency era, it happened, though, to happen. with the same quarterback, and it was unbelievable. Do we put the Chiefs? Are they have they surpassed, or are they tied now hmm. with the Niners? See, what's what's funny is I hear you. I hear you defining this as you have to win them all, right. but then part of you also wants to acknowledge how many times you're there, how many times you're in the NFC in title game. It's yes. hard not to yeah. to take that. But I mean, like. Which I understand. 80s Niners. I mean, the bottom line is Andy did not do this, same thing with Bill, until they got their quarterbacks. Yeah. And that's probably, I mean, Noel didn't do it without Bradshaw. Like, show me someone. um, I guess you could argue that Walsh and Seifert did it with two different quarterbacks, right, because Young comes at the end of it. I know, I know, but I'm saying most of them do it with one.
2: Yeah, and so uh, to to answer your original question, I don't think so yet. There's I don't think they're at that '80s Niners, because I mean that team for 15 years. Like if, if we're talking about the greatest dynasties ever, I think it is the Patriots, and most people would say the Patriots. But I think they're edging out those Niners teams, because they like they had that insane uh, record of how many straight road games they won or whatever. They were they were the standard for years for 15 years really. And that includes uh, when the, the Cowboys were starting their dynasty too. So uh, it's not it's not quite there yet. Not to say it can't get there, but we're talking a good decade and a half with with the Niners and I, Montana to Young.
1: The the thing I I have you have to think of this Chiefs thing as one of the greatest postseason runs ever. If we just look at this year, like what they did. They didn't have a, a good wide receiver. They've got an up-and-coming rookie wide receiver. Yeah. They've got one of the greatest tight ends of all time, who is aging, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he and Gronk, there are a ton of parallels, obviously. Yeah, I mean, both of age. them had uh, had great runs. And uh, I don't know if Gronk ever dated anybody to this magnitude. Um, oh. and, and some of these dynasties had, like the Cowboys, had incredible running backs. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs at times have had decent, like I don't, Pacheco is a interesting guy, and he had good moments during the playoffs. But, like, has it, have it any time, have, have can we say of any of this run, of any of this great run three and five years, yeah. have they had some breakout, unbelievable running back?
2: No. In fact, I mean, last year, the running back made the great play to keep the clock running towards the end of the game so they could kick the game-winning field goal. Do you remember who that was? I, I don't. I'll save you the embarrassment. I don't.
1: I mean, uh, I have it, no idea. It, it, I, I it, can't.
2: I couldn't tell you who it was. If you said the name, I'd remember them as a jag. What's a young Clyde guy's Edwards
1: name? Was the first one. Was the guy I'm thinking about? But they're jags, yeah. Just yeah.
2: Like just like their receivers. I mean, they had Tyler. But if Peel you think about one, it, but
1: the Patriots during that unbelievable run. Can they, you name
2: who the back was on the first two Super Bowl teams?
1: <laughs> when did Dylan get there?
2: The third one, clock killing Dylan.
1: So, Corey gets there for the third one, and so
2: – See, this is what I mean. Most people are yeah, not yeah, able yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Kevin Falk round. was part was of it. He was like, uh yeah. But he was important.
2: Sure, absolutely. Team Hall of Famer. It was Antoine Smith. Remember him?
1: UH? Oh, you didn't give me enough time. Sorry. Yeah. No, might, sorry have got, might have gotten there. <laughs> might have gotten there. I always felt like they – and they, too, they would bring in, like, whoever – the Bengals had like attitude issues with or something. It was just be yeah. like, let's Corey go, Dillon let's was bring, his first one. let's yeah. yeah, let's bring in somebody yeah. from the we'll Bengals. straighten them up. And and quite honestly, other than Moss, they certainly never had a Hall of Fame wide receiver, unless you want to make an Edelman argument. I won't be doing that. Okay, even you being <laughs> a huge a Patriots, Love yeah, Edelman, yeah. yeah, 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 not, not, not that, but never other than Randy, who they didn't it's win that Super Bowl, Bowl with. <sighs> I, is there was there a Sean Jefferson somewhere way back? Was there way back pre Brady though? Oh wow, okay, yeah. that's even true. That
2: yeah, and I mean one Troy,
1: Troy Brown somewhere in there. Oh yeah, Troy, Br- okay. which was a, a fantastic nobody, player, but no all no all pros in the entire run. I
2: think about that because it's
1: because because Mahomes did have one in entire. Oh
2: yeah, and 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 he Kelsey, and and to that end, I think you know Brady. If you look back at his career with the Patriots. He has really, outside of Moss, again, because they didn't win the Super Bowl with him, one all-pro pass catcher, one Hall of Fame pass catcher, and that's Gronk. And you look at Peyton Manning's career, for example, try to find a time he didn't have an all-pro receiver or a Hall of Fame receiver. At first he has Marshall Falk and then Marvin, Marvin. Harrison and Reggie Wayne and, and even someone like a Wes Welker when he's in when he's in Denver. Like, he's a borderline Hall of Famer, so you He has these guys, these safety blankets the whole time. Yeah. And that's why I think Brady stands out above the rest. But to be fair, again, Mahomes is doing something pretty similar right now.
1: All right, Aaron. Did you catch that? Before. Cam just—that was a whole long route to get around <laughs> to saying that Peyton Manning is a fraud. Yes. that was basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still, I might still have him number two, but yes,
2: fraud, absolute fraud, fraudulent. I'm usually saying Tony Dungy is a fraud. Yeah, this is this is deep seated, but like there are people who are saying this is now, uh, Mahomes is the greatest ever, and yeah. and this is the greatest dynasty. I, I'll, I'll concede this. I mean, this is. Looks a lot like what those first three Patriots Super Bowl teams looked like. That That is true. Yeah. And, and if anyone's going to challenge that dynasty, it's, it's these it's guys. these guys. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's just the question marks that certainly Brady had in his career and that he overcame that we just don't know about moms yeah. yet. You know, Kelsey, I don't know how much longer he's got. He, he yeah. could retire right now and end on a high note. Mm-hmm. I don't think he will. But, like, that, there's that possibility. He's almost in his mid-30s. So w- we'll see.
1: All right, I enjoyed that. Thank
2: you. I enjoyed that. So all all in and, all,
1: yeah,
2: Patriots I know, still the best, if you can believe that. Brady's still the best. I'm I'm here to jump out on the ledge and say that mm-hmm. that Tom Brady's seven Super Bowls yeah. is greater than Patrick Mahomes' three and the Patriots six better than the Chiefs
1: three in yeah this run. i think i can make your argument 70s and early 80s cowboys better than all of them <laughs> okay okay <laughs>
2: it is only towards <laughs> cowboys right better than all of them. the real triplets <laughs> uh
1: it is the matt mosley show cam stewart alongside campus confidential is next
12: Baylor Bear Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
14: The Bears back home Tuesday in Foster Pavilion, hosting Oklahoma, 7:30 for the countdown to tip-off, 8 p.m. tip-off Tuesday.
12: Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central
1: Texas. Wit building supplies your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations same great quality same great prices two great locations Gatesville. In Marlin, Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection, metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need, commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas,
7: just down the road from higher prices. We've made it through the holidays, and another gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy, to jewelry, to plush animals, to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and totes. Morrison Gifts is located near Jason's Deli at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills.
14: The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include Akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com.
5: In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts project managers and estimators plus they're offering summer internships evening shift only works four days a week monday through thursday also a one dollar differential pay is offered for evening shifts after 90 days of full-time employment alamo steel offers pto and a comprehensive benefit plan including medical dental vision short and long-term disability life insurance and 401k full-time positions are 40 hours plus a week hourly employees are paid weekly At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet.
4: Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential. Our daily look at college football
1: news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley, and uh, we are live at the Brazos Landing, hard by the Brazos River, right across from Foster. We're getting you ready to Foster Pavilion for tonight's game. Sooners in town, and they're good. They're good. Porter Mosier, I can laugh at him all I want. But they're pretty dang good. These uh, OU, they played better this year. And they're looking, I mean, if they could end up, what, after tonight, 7-5? and five, Baylor would be 6-5 and five if they lost. I mean, everybody's still in this thing. So this is big. And uh, come see us. I was here before a game recently, and the crowd here was awesome at, at the Brazos Landing. And tonight's even a different deal because, like, the, the unbelievable drink specials, the cup of gumbo for, golly, I can't even believe this price. Crawfish mac and cheese for 12 bucks. I mean, I would do that immediately. And I've done, I've eaten king cake and already had a lot of things today. We're
2: fattening um, up on this Tuesday. I
1: would say so, sir. And you need to put a little weight on yourself. You know, you're
2: the only one saying mm,
1: that. Kind bad. of a scrawny little you man. Keep calling me thin. From, uh, I,
2: I look down and I just... I don't see it.
1: The man from Newton, Massachusetts. Where,
2: oh, boy, do which I place, wish. <laughs> which,
1: which place are you from? Rockland, Massachusetts. Rockland, Mass. All Great right, forget um, it. We do have Mac Rhodes going to join us at 5 o'clock. But next, it is Campus Confidential. Aaron, what do you have for us?
10: The Athletic is reporting that ESPN will remain the exclusive home of the college football playoffs for the foreseeable future. The report... Says that ESPN and the CFP have reached an agreement on a six year, $7.8 billion extension that will keep the college football's biggest event on the same network it started on back in 2014. That rights fee, if confirmed, would more than double the average payment now f- for the CFP rights, which is $608 million per year. So you can see why they were in such a hurry. <laughs> last year to get this done because it was they knew it would be a lot of money, but it doubled yeah, the right speed bucks. for the college football I mean, playoffs.
1: Has, I, Aaron, is the SEC, Cam, the SEC, uh, have they signed off on this, the Big Ten? I thought they ran <laughs> college athletics.
2: They didn't ask Sankey first?
1: Sankey was quoted at the end of this story, basically like we're still working on some things. I bet you'll take that money. Yeah. I bet the guy, wow, the college football playoff. Who would have thought? And Bill Hancock, who's a great guy, and I've had him on in the past, executive uh, director of CFP, he's retiring. And kind of one of his final things, $7.8 billion. Uh, Cam, that is real money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'd say. But it's scary money.
2: Anything with a B.
1: Yeah. um, That
2: billion with a B. But that's, hey, that's college football, man. I mean, that, that'll make more money for ESPN than Monday Night Football will. Think about that. Those games, those college football playoff games.
1: And what they're going to do is, like, subcontract some stuff out, it sounds like. Some other networks may be able to buy into some of these playoff games. Interesting. That's part of now, the deal. That, okay. So, like, hey, Fox, you want this? Yeah, this is a great inventory. You want this? Nickelodeon. Put some of that green. Put some of that slime. Did you see the call on the Nickelodeon? I did. I I was clamoring to watch it on the Nickelodeon. Uh Nickelodeon Who were the Nickelodeon announcers? Do we know? I don't know.
2: The first couple were I and Eagle's son, but that was like two years ago.
1: I don't know who it is. You think he'll do it the rest of his career? (laughs) I hope so.
2: (laughs) That'd be great.
1: Do you think he's like younger than me? But do you think it helps to have a famous dad in broadcasting? Does that Uh, seem to to help folks? (laughs)
2: Uh, I wonder. I wonder, you know who the youngest guy to call a World Series game from a national network was?
1: That would be Buck.
2: 27-year-old Joe Buck. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. If that name sounds familiar. Uh, Who
1: is great. Yeah, that's the thing. He is is the best in the business. He only got it, but but it does help. Oh, yeah. It does help to have Jack Buck as your dad.
2: I will be that age in a few months. I I don't think I'm close to calling a World Series game.
1: Don't sell yourself short. I mean, the show you've done today, I mean, when you're committed and focused – I mean, it's there's there's nothing you can't do, Cam. <laughs>
2: you know, right. I like the laughing that comes. Yeah, that. No,
1: Aaron, Aaron. My dad
2: didn't laugh when he told me that as a young kid.
1: That you were going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That you could
2: do anything you set your mind to. Yeah.
1: No, you're you're doing great. You're on a really good arc, and we just want to keep you on this path. We're going to try to hold on to you as long as we can, over here at the Brassus Landing. All right, uh, Aaron, continue, sir.
10: Big 12 men's basketball tonight. There are three games on the schedule. One right here in River City as number 12, Baylor host number 25, Oklahoma. That's an 8 o'clock tip off, 7.30 for the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas, television on ESPN2. That'll be the follow-up to the early game, which is also a Big 12 game, as Cincinnati host number 10, Iowa State at 6 o'clock. The third game, number 19, BYU, Takes on UCF. That's an 8 o'clock tip on Big 12+. Plus.
2: Why do they get 6 o'clock? <laughs> Cincinnati even in Central Time? I guess it probably is. Yeah, but they come are. on. Ohio, yeah. What are we going to do to get that?
1: We don't want, I mean, like, you kind of want <laughs> to.
2: <laughs> don't say we don't want that. I mean,
1: you and I, selfishly, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that I would be tough to just roll radio. straight from here into, uh, we wouldn't be there for tip-off. I mean, we are in the shadows, though. I don't
2: know if they can start without you being there, Matt.
1: They've tried. They, <laughs> right. they they might. They certainly would like to I see to, the guy there they would with like the clock. to find he's out. Holding, he's the red sleeve. He's holding the time up. Yeah. Eight o'clock though is the coveted that's when most people are uh, are paying attention. Yeah. It's I don't coveted, know. especially if you don't have to go to work. I'll the next tell you time. I'll tell you who's getting way too many ESP big ESPN games this year. Is like a not so great this is the worst number six overall team in the country I've ever watched. And that's the Kansas Jayhawks. And Aaron will tell you. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Oh, who do they play tonight, Aaron? Oh, Oklahoma State. And they'll put they'll put 8 o'clock ESPN. Yep. But that's because it's blue blood. Kansas Jayhawks, baby. You're paying for the name. How many? There are five of them, right? There's UNC, Duke, KU, is anybody from the Big Ten? Uh, Michigan. Well, not State? anymore. Not Indiana. Michigan State used to be. Well, no, yeah, Indiana. hadn't been in a long time. Which is which? Is Kansas' State.
2: premier road victory this year, by the way, is at Indiana, who not making the NCAA tournament and no. might have a tough time getting an NIT invite. Yeah, yeah. Th- those three plus uh, Kentucky, obviously. Yeah. And I guess for the old people, it's still UCLA
1: kentucky and now the bruins are horrible this year but yeah, yeah not as bad as usc the blue blood Ronnie james usc usc is horrible okay we, we it's time we, we got mac rhodes baylor director of athletics we got a lot to cover with him
4: he is next find sports news streaming and show podcast at cintechsportsfan.com
13: are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project
2: Hey, Central Texas, the next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Helberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000, from pickups and deliveries to full service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations, each are Hellberg Barbecue specials. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Helberg Barbecue. Helberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, and at
7: helbergbarbecue.com. looking for that perfect valentine's day gift how about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at diamori fine jewelers say i love you this valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures diamonds and free red roses celebrating a lifetime of valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at diamori
4: fine jewelers 4541 west waco drive The Big 12 Shootaround. Weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Witt Building Supplies. Your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices. Two great locations. Gatesville and Marlin Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection. Metal building systems to meet all your construction needs with our extensive range of materials. We ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices.
2: The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at
7: PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and
1: NYSE.
4: Call James at 254 422 5375. That's 254 422 5375. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the
5: Matt
0: Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt
1: Mosley. Matt Mosley from the Brazos Landing. Mac Rhodes now joining us, Baylor Director of Athletics. And uh, Mac, this Brazos Landing, I know you've been over here. What a place for pregame, getting ready. They've they've served me some king cake. They've tried to serve me a few other things. It is a fat Tuesday, and um, it's a fun day. And Mac, it's fun to have you on. I appreciate it.
16: Well, that's some uh, that's some good eating. At, uh, at the Brazos Landing, and uh, Becky and Claude Lindsay are the—they're the best. So I'm glad—I'm glad you're there, uh, enjoying the food and, and doing your broadcast.
1: Yeah, and I can look across and see the Foster. What a beautiful view that is. Um, by the way, congratulations—the CFP selection committee. Um, that's pretty awesome. I mean, this is—you uh, already love watching football mac did your did your weekends just get a lot busier um this is going to be uh, this will be interesting but um i mean like how long did, how long do they approach you about something like that or, or does something like this move pretty quickly once uh, once you're kind of tagged
16: yeah it um you know when when i when i got the call from bill bill hancock it it moves pretty pretty quickly and um you know, look, I'm I'm extremely honored. Um, this is you know less about me and, and more about Baylor and um, what we you know our head coaches, our student athletes, you know our staff has, has been able to to accomplish. And so, really, you know, really a tribute to uh, to, to Baylor University, to Baylor Athletics. And um, you know, I'm excited because you know to be to be in, in a in a room with you know some some. Uh, some of my favorite people, you know, I think about, you know, Coach Grobe and, um, you know, that uh, that 2016 football season and, uh, you know, um, truly believe that he was called to, to, to be a Baylor and, and, and for us to, to work together and, you know, certainly, you know, reunited with Coach Pinkle and, uh, you know, we were able to spend a, a year together, a football season together at, at Missouri and i have got such such great respect for him and you know certainly certainly all the the others and, and just by the way um to have a former minnesota vikings i grew up a huge minnesota vikings fan so to have uh random mcdaniel serve as, as well so it's uh it's it's really really cool um i won't mention the the entire committee but um you know i'm i'm really looking to uh forward to serving along with with them
1: you really wanted something else to do, didn't you? Just you needed a little something else on your plate in the fall. Is that really, that's really what this is about, isn't it? You just had a little, a little bit too much free time.
16: Yeah, you know this this day and age of college athletics, it's uh, there's just not enough going on. It's a little bit boring, and so you know why not? Why not add add this to the plate? But uh, I'm excited about it, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, again, you can't you can't. You know, commit to, to something like this uh, with having, without having great people around you. And uh, so, you know, if you're if you're going to do it right, if you're going to serve, you want to do it at a at an elite level, and still and still do the job that you, you have at a at an elite level. And the only way you can you can do that is to have great people great people around you. And so, blessed um, from from that standpoint. And um, so, looking forward to it.
1: How about 7.8 billion dollars today? The report comes from the Athletic, ESPN, and um, and the CFP. I mean, I guess that just shows uh, we knew the interest in college athletics isn't going away, and it's only exploding. But I mean, that's a that's a massive number. I think it represents the excitement on the expansion but when you see something like that and obviously you you're tipped off to things like this and generally know them before we do but what does that what does that say to you when you see a massive number come out like that
16: well you know one just you know candidly you know I've, i was in meetings you know all day and so you know my understanding is you know that you know nicole our, our back and you know she does a great job in in uh, in college sports and you know, uh, wrote an art about it. And, uh, and I believe, you know, Bill Hancock, you know, declined to to comment on it. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to do the, do the same, but you know, we're, we're in this, this day and, and age and space where, you know, um, certainly college football is the, is the second most, you know, popular sport, um, in the United States, just, just behind, you know, um, the, the NFL and uh, and so you just know that there's there's going to be you know great interest when we think about future um, future TV partners uh, and then you know I think in general in a in a time it's a it's a hard time when we think about you know TV TV media partners you look you know certainly what, what happened to the to the Pac-12 and you know you know that you know some of some of these, these TV media partners have gone through. You know personnel cuts, etc. So, um, you know the, the, the CFP has been a, an unbelievably uh, popular product when we think about you know four teams. and And uh, my guess, or my gut, is it's even going to be be more popular when when we when we uh, move from the the four to the twelve.
1: All right, and have you seen? Gary Patterson's office yet I mean that that was a uh, huge news the other day and there's been reaction from it Baylor folks TCU across the nation but it does seem like a no-brainer if you have the chance to bring in that huge of a resource uh, why wouldn't you do it and and from what I can tell you know coach Aranda was uh, was was driving this thing and and had thought you know this would be a, a great idea but uh, man I, I that that's been it's been interesting to see all the feedback given Gary's relationship to Baylor over the years and the rivalry and everything. So, um, what was um, what was your take on it? And when Dave first told you he was interested in doing it, what was what was your initial reaction? Because I'm sure you knew there would be quite a bit of national and local reaction to this.
16: Yeah, you know, you you knew that there was going to be a lot of emotion behind it, um, but. You know, I, I think you know as you mentioned the the opportunity to add another elite coaching mind with a with a ton of experience, you know, into our operation, into our building, um, you know, was was ser- certainly something that, that you quite frankly had to had to really really think think about. And you know, I just know that you know Dave, you know, probably over the course of the last you know couple years has has been thinking a lot about. You know, uh, bringing somebody you know into the program, uh, not as as necessarily an on-field coach, but uh, somebody that's been highly successful, has a lot of experience, has been through a lot of battles, you know, has a lot of scars. Just you know, somebody to be a a resource for him, and uh, and so you know, I, I certainly think you know, um, Coach Patterson can can be that and 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 more, and then. matt you think about dave's kind of new responsibility going into this this 24 season you know not only serving as head coach but but being the the uh well running the running the defense and 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 calling the defense and um and so who's who's the last person that that's really done that you know in in college football at an elite level and uh so that's you know that's Coach Patterson, and I think he can be really, really helpful in that in that uh, in that way. And and uh, you know, Dave's going to be running Dave's defense. It's it's not uh, it's not Gary's, um, but I think you know he'll he'll be there. You know, Coach Patterson I think has a really creative mind, and so I think just uh, another you know set of eyes, another another lens to to, to take a look at it. And um, you know, he'll he'll be a you know, what we're going to call a senior consultant with the program. And, you know, he'll work on opponent preparation and self scouting of our offense and defense. And, you know, I think, you know, to be determined what will be his, you know, his game day role. And, you know, I think Dave will will speak more about that in in detail in the future. So, um, but uh, certainly I, I think, you know, again, Uh, a great addition to our, to our program and just, you know, having spent some time with coach Patterson, I'll tell you this, that he has tremendous, tremendous respect for, for Dave and, um, you know genuinely wants to be a resource wants to be wants to be helpful uh certainly doesn't want it to be about about himself he wants it to be about about baylor football and uh and again i I think he'll be you know extremely uh extremely helpful in that in that way and in that manner and and again you know i certainly get and understand that there's a lot of emotion behind it that was a a really heated heated rivalry it it still is and um you know, just trying to wrap your mind around it is, is going to take some time.
1: Yeah. Have you – yeah, you'll need to teach him the bear claw and he needs to learn the words, the good old Baylor line and all that. That will be very important, right?
16: Absolutely. A prerequisite. So and <laughs> can maybe even sing it on his guitar.
1: <laughs> he does that. He's a singer-songwriter, as you know. Um, what about the recruiting momentum? I, it feels like these offensive hires are going like Dave – and, and you kind of wanted him, you know, you got, you got some of the right people. This Keenan Hall seems to be an important hire, um, retrenching Dallas-Fort Worth area, the Metroplex. Now you're picking off East Texas players. There seems to be a renewed sense you know, of just excitement and momentum in the uh, recruiting area. Are you sensing that, and, and how much juice have these new hires given you in that area?
16: Yeah. I I think they've given us a lot of juice and, um, you know, you talk about, you know, end of season and and Dave presenting a plan and, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of Dave. He's, he's been able to execute it at a, at a high level. And, um, I think such a big part of it has been, you know, some of the on-field hires when you think about, you know, Jake Spavadol and, and, uh, and Jared Anderson and, and, uh, Chris Cap and and um, and you mentioned you know clearly a an elite recruiter in in Keenan Hall and so there's been some momentum you know we talked a lot about talent retention and and and, and acquisition and um, thought we did a, a really good job in, in terms of Dave did a really good job um, you know in terms of uh, retention you know keeping the, uh, the 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 student athletes the players that we wanted um, you know um, the, the high school verbal commits, um, you know, keeping them with us. And then, you know, I, I think we've done really, really well, you know, in the, in the transfer portal. I think GXG Exchange, our, our name, image, and likeness collective has, has played a big role in that as, as well. But um, there's no doubt that, um, you know, the, uh, the, the combination of, you know, some of the, the new on-field hires, along with, you know, uh, existing staff that, that that has been, you know, a, a real positive for us and has created great great momentum.
1: Mac, what do you think needs to happen in these next eight games? Uh, Baylor basketball, men's basketball, to get on a run. We've got a great chance tonight with Oklahoma coming in, but you really more than ever, it seems like these home games you almost have to have them. It, it really feels like anybody's race. I mean, you know as well as anybody, Houston is going to be strong and tough down the stretch, but they've got a tough schedule. Uh, Kansas got run out of the building in Lubbock last night. I mean, it's always home has always been a huge thing, but it really feels like almost more than ever right now. What are you what are you seeing from this team? Because on one hand, those turnovers were you know tough to stomach the other night, but then also they had a chance at the end to send that game to OT. So I think you could, you could take some positives from that experience.
16: Yeah. I, you know, man, I, I think you, you, you can, and you know, I'm always going to be somebody where the, where the, the, the glass is, you know, half full. And uh, I, I think, you know, this is a, this is a true statement and an accurate statement that this team hasn't played its best basketball yet. Um, I don't, I don't recall. Maybe there's been a game or two, but but I certainly don't recall off offhand where you know um, you know every one of our players has, has played really really well. Um, maybe their their best basketball at the at the same time, and you know I think that's going to happen. You know, at some point in time, and as we think about you know down the stretch, you said it. You you have to protect your your home floor, and then hope that you can you know, pick off one or one or two on the, on the road. This, you know, this, this league is brutal. We've all, we've all talked about it. You know, you have to have a short memory, Um, you know um, you can't let, you know, what happened in Lawrence bleed into, into tonight. Otherwise, you know, um, you're not going to, you're not going to fare very well. And I think, you know, coach Drew and and the staff do a, a great job of, you know, um, working with our team in, in terms of, Hey, we, we, we gotta, we gotta look forward. And, uh, you know, coach Drew is the, the ultimate competitor. And, uh, and I know that, you know, uh, him and the staff are, are continuing to work and tweak and adjust. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited about, about the last game, uh, eight games and, and going into the tournament. And, uh, and again, I, I'm excited because, you know, I, I know we haven't played our best basketball yet.
1: All right. Now, why did you think this was the right time uh, to retire Brittany Griner's jersey? That's going to be next Sunday, uh, the 18th. I think that's going to be a packed house. Um, I know there were conversations, you know, obviously what she went through over there in Russia. Um, what, what about it? Because obviously this will be very special to a lot of folks. But uh, – what were your conversations like, kind of leading up to this, and and why did uh, why did this seem like the right time? Because I don't think we've gotten to I've gotten to talk to you since this big announcement was made, which of course made national news.
16: Yeah, you know I, I think there were you know several factors. I, I think you know certainly you know what what happened with Brittany and you know being retained there in in Russia and in prison, right, and, and coming back you know, given, given her an opportunity just to, you know, uh, manage, you know, all that she went through and, and, and uh, you know, get her feet back on the ground and spend time with her family and, and you know, back into basketball. And, and, uh, and then I, I think, you know, certainly, you know, moving into to the Foster Pavilion, you know, this year. And so, you know, that was, that was part of it. You know, it was, it was never about, you know, should um, we? Um, it was always about, you know, um, when, is, when is the best time? You know, she's, you know, certainly, you know, no one can argue she's one of our most accomplished student athletes, you know, ever. You know, when, she, when you think that she's, just think about her as a, as a two-time consensus national player of the year. And a, and a three-time Big 12 player, you know, all of that, uh, you know, helped win a pair of Olympic gold medals for the for, for Team USA. You know, all of it. She she is is highly decorated a women's basketball player um, that there that there is in, in in the entire country. And so we just you know felt like you know um, this this was the time you know again giving her some some time to breathe as she she came back from Russia. And then certainly thinking about you know the the new the new possible pavilion, and and really too you know Matt it, it was you know a lot about you know what made sense for her, and and when was a good time for her and and when was was it going to be comfortable for for her and her family?
1: Yeah, and need to go ahead and beat Texas Tech that day, right? Um, and uh, Absolutely. Texas, yeah, that would be. Uh, that would be good, and that's uh, been a rival over the years. And they used to have a tremendous uh, women's basketball program, and they're getting better all the time. So, that'll be uh, I, hopefully that'll be a sellout, and everybody's going to be there. And I think that's going to be a big moment. Now, uh, Mac Roads um, on the, with the baseball team getting ready to get started with this tournament. What are you What are you looking for from Mitch? in in year two that was a tough thing last year and you know and, and obviously he had some departures after the season a few talented guys left but it really does seem like he's starting to bring in his type of players what is the what do we expect in um in in season two with mitch thompson back as the uh, and now as the head baseball coach
16: yeah you know i i yeah, I'm so grateful for for Mitch, and and last year was, as you mentioned, a a really tough year. But uh, the way he he handled it, his staff handled it, and um, and really, you know, certainly thinking about big big culture and not or a uh, big picture, I should say, and, and not compromising culture, and 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 making sure that um, you know he he really established, you know, this is what it means to to, to be part of the. Uh, the uh, Baylor baseball program. And so, you know, I think as we, you know, look forward to to this, this season, you know, I, I certainly, you know, um, expect us to, to, to be more competitive, um, you know, throughout the year uh, to be, you know, certainly more competitive with, within the, uh, within the big 12, you know, for, for there just to be steps forward when we, when we think about, about progress you know, I've, I've told Mitch this, you know, um, nobody's asking or, or expecting him to to turn around the program in a year, in a two, you know, in two years, we just want to continue to make, you know, forward progress and, and, and have, you know, uh, momentum moving forward. And, uh, and I think, you know, he's, he's going to do that this year and, uh, and we'll continue to build on that. And, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that, um, you know, uh, we're we're going to be you know extremely competitive uh, within this league. You know, in baseball here in the in the in the future.
1: All right, and I think I saw a picture of like a new video board. I think that'll be kind of cool. And I know. Uh... You had you've had some great donations to the program, and so there's some there's some stuff going on in that area that are kind of neat coming forward. You've talked about that in the past, but that uh, I think going out there to the ballpark will be even more fun with those replays and the way that board's going to look.
16: Yeah, I, we've we've done some things there, right? And uh, and you know when we think about just you know we've been blessed here, at Bailey. We've got 19 sport programs, and they've all been so so successful and and certainly baseball is right up there when we think about trips to Omaha and, and some of the NASA player of the years and and just you know we've had great great players and um, and you know Mitch as an assistant was a big part of that and so he he knows it he understands it and uh, and uh, I know he's you know he's working working extremely hard and the staff are working extremely hard um, to, to get the program back uh, to, to that level, and uh, we're going to certainly do our very, very best to, to help support him and, and move it in that direction.
1: All right, Mac. You're, uh, some of the O line from Baylor has moved in here uh, to the Brazos Landing, and uh, they'll be taking advantage of some of these uh, these Fat Tuesday specials: the crawfish jambalaya with hush puppies, the crawfish mac and cheese, the crawfish po' boy with French fries, or the crawfish pizza. And uh, that young man that came from the MAC—I can't remember which school—but he's like, I saw him. That picture of him, I'm like, whoa, whoa! This guy looks intimidating. Mac, he's just as intimidating looking in person as he was in that photo. You know, I'm talking about the dark hair—he's got the—he's got the beard going. I mean, this is this is a man who might be a plug-and-play day-one lineman. So I'm sure those guys will want me to show up at the table and have a visit with them. Don't you think?
9: I'm
16: I'm sure I'm sure they're expecting it, so don't don't disappoint us, please.
1: <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you over at the Foster Pavilion tonight as the Bears try to take down the Sooners, and you'll see uh, Porter Mosier. He he loves a good tight coaching shirt, but uh, you know what? If I was in that kind of shape, Mac, I would go with a, a pretty tight one as well. But uh, great to have you. I really appreciate it.
16: All right, thank you, Matt. Appreciate you
1: there he goes mac rhodes baylor director of athletics and uh touching on a lot of different t- topics there for 25 good minutes with mac gary patterson came up obviously his new role with uh, on the selection committee uh great to see some baylor players show up tonight for this fat tuesday we are at the brazos landing this is a great place to pregame. Uh, $10 drinks. We want to encourage the, the student athletes to get involved in that. But, uh, well, if they're of age, who knows? Uh, hurricanes, margaritas, purple martinis, special deals on that. And then the. Uh, my th- I'm a big hush puppy guy. The crawfish jambalaya with hush puppies. And then um, the crawfish po' boy is a big player here. And then finish it off with some king cake. All right. And uh, this is. Uh, oh, and if you. If you find the baby in the king cake, which is like, I I think that's a Mardi Gras type thing. Uh, It's a Louisiana type thing. You get a free $12 drink. All right, so that's a big deal. I I continue to eat these things, and I have not gotten, not found the baby yet in the king cake. I think if I win, I'm going to ask for some more crawfish mac and cheese is probably the way i'll go but we're over here just right on the banks of the brazos come see us there's claude there's the owner claude lindsey he's making his way around got some nice boots on this evening as we uh, prepare for tip-off tonight that happens at eight o'clock seven thirty on the pregame and uh, cam and i have a lot to react to some things that mac just said and we'll do it next
12: Returns February 16th, opening the new season in the Shriners Children's College Showdown. The Bears open their challenging schedule, taking on Nebraska, Oregon, and Tennessee in the three-day tournament at Globe Life Field in Arlington. This season, join Derek Smith and Tom Barfield for all the play-by-play of Baylor Bear Baseball. And it all begins February 16th right here on ESPN Central Texas.
14: Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710
5: It's 930 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 830 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member
15: FDIC. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks, 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family via New Roads. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show
8: online at syntechsportsfan.com. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the foundation doctor
12: will make a
5: house call.
1: Hey Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guest superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine open to the public seven days a week, five to ten, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, we are at the Brazos Landing, and uh, Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras celebration out here. Saw a bunch of big dudes come in here. I bet they can put down some major crawfish jambalaya, crawfish mac and cheese, some of the specials, the hurricanes, the margaritas, uh, great prices. These $10 drinks. Uh, this is very exciting and uh, Becky Lindsay is joining me uh, now and uh, she uh, she and her husband Claude own this place and have uh, been huge supporters of Baylor and uh, Waco for all these years this is uh, this is a very exciting time and uh, Becky thank you for having us out today this is a, this is a fun day and I think as we start getting ready for the game time tonight. This is just going to get more and more fun. This is uh but this is, I love being out here.
3: Absolutely, Matt. We're thrilled to have you here today. It's been a lot of fun so far. Yeah. Hey, John Morris earlier, and we're thrilled to have you as well.
1: Well, what y'all have done with the Brazos landing in just a fairly short time is kind of turned it into, this is, it's so close to the football stadium and now so close to basketball and, uh, I have, I have started kind of leaving my car. At times I'll leave it a little too long. But I, but people, you all now have folks that will come down here, have something to eat, get a little something to drink, and then make the trip across over to the Foster Pavilion. So, um, I mean, that's it, it, kind of neat that you all become known as like one of the premier, if not the premier, pregame or hangout for Baylor fans.
3: Absolutely. You know what they say, location, location, mm-hmm. location. So uh, we're real fortunate that our walk over is a lot closer than what a lot of people are parking. Uh-huh. So the only thing we remind people is, uh, of is that we close one hour after the end of the game. Yeah. But, so you still have plenty of time to come back and get your car.
1: Mm-hmm. And what I like about you all, you don't just ha- you know, stay here at the restaurant. You've got a great staff and everything, but uh, you, you and Mr. Lindsay Make your way over there to see a lot of this basketball, oh, don't absolutely. you? Y'all have gotten into it. And I understand y'all made a trip recently we did. with the team. How was that?
3: It was awesome. Uh, yeah. that was on my bucket list to get to go to Kansas. Uh huh. And I, I was fortunate enough to get to go, Claude and I did, and it was absolutely phenomenal. We didn't like the score at the end, but we absolutely played a wonderful game, but the atmosphere is phenomenal.
1: L- pretty loud.
3: Oh, real loud.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, they have the museum and all. Did you get there early enough to kind of take part and, and look through some of that? And yes, the Naismith did. Stuff? The
3: Naismith, uh, all the memorabilia uh-huh. is wonderful. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it's just an awesome place to play. Uh, I think Foster Pavilion uh, is an awesome place to play as yeah. well. So there's nothing about that. But there's just something about that 16,300 people that seems like 23,000.
1: You know, I love. I mean, it's like you got the best of both worlds. You've got this swanky upstairs bar that, that where brand I was hanging new, out. Brand new, by the
3: way, brand new.
1: Yeah, that's brand new. And and a lot of my old um, either fraternity brothers or just Baylor friends. Just I mean, they were in there last before one of those recent eight o'clock games. They had found their way in there and were loving that. And then if you want to be a little closer to the water, you've got two different. You've got the deck out back, which I love, and then this bar that we're in today is a real fun area, too. I just like, I like the feel of it, and I love it when we open the the um, oh the garage doors, the side doors here, and, and then it just it's just really, really fun.
3: Yeah, we, we do have the best of both worlds. We have the Swamp Shack, which is more casual, but it's uh-huh. heated, and it has misters in the summer when it's hot. And then we have the upscale dining area that has tablecloths, but it's not stuffy. We, uh, we have the food, the menus are the same either way, any, either place you want to eat. So it's, it's not, uh, it's your choice.
1: Mm-hmm. And then some, like, banquets, and, and sometimes y'all do some really neat things. I got to see the down below part. That's a really neat area down there uh, for people that want to host events and that kind of thing. you will really have a lot of opportunities here for yeah, sure. Yeah, we,
3: we host a lot of large parties. We okay. have a, over 400 seats, so we, we can do that.
1: Okay. I wonder how many pounds of crawfish <laughs> that offensive line from Baylor could eat. I mean, that's a big group over <laughs> well, there. Well, a lot
3: of gator. He's frying a lot of gator.
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah, a Ga- lot of okay. gator.
3: They, they love the gator.
1: Okay, that's what they come in and order. Yes, and then sir. also, I did, I did want to, while I had you, talk about starting tonight and then through February 17th, which I believe is Saturday.
3: Saturday, yes, sir.
1: You have the Valentine's Day special menu. And it, it's kind of amazing. The starter, you know, crab cakes, shrimp cocktail, the calamari, all of that uh salad got the nice salads in the main course which steak the chili chilean sea bass that chicken dish with the poblano cream sauce looks unbelievable and then two kinds of incredible dessert Uh, honestly you could probably charge you know uh, well above what you're charging and uh i just think 65 dollars per person but this would be a pretty neat place to, to celebrate and i bet can people reach out and make a reservation? Do yes. they just need to show yes. up? How does that work?
3: Well, you can do either one, but I prefer you make a reservation. And uh, okay. tomorrow night, I think uh, our availability is from 8 o'clock on, so we're, okay. we're quite booked. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, our chef, David, uh, our executive chef, has done a real good z- job of designing this. It has a, a taste for everyone. and. Mm-hmm. uh if you don't, you know, some people think we're just about fish, but we're not. We're we're about uh Akaushi steaks and yeah. uh, that's Chateaubriand. So we uh, we have a lot of different flavors.
1: Bacon wrapped green beans, and then your choice of horseradish mashed potatoes. This is what to go with the Chateaubriand, or the lab- lobster mac and cheese, which is probably the d- direction I'll go. Yeah, I certainly I may need to try some of that this <laughs> evening just to kind of get ready. <laughs> I'll now give this you is taste
3: ma- I'll give you a taste. Uh, A little
1: taste. Uh, I know. I keep doing this to you, Becky. I'm just kidding. But I have loved everything, including the king cake. And uh, one last thing on the king cake. If you do end up uh, with your piece of uh, king cake tonight and find the Mardi Gras baby, which is a big Louisiana thing, if you're not familiar with the whole Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras thing, you find this little figurine baby in there, and uh, you'll receive a free uh, $12 drink. If the baby shows up in your uh, in your cake, and it, it, it's great taste, I, I have um, enjoyed everything I've had. The bang bang shrimp, followed by some hush puppies, and then I topped it off with some king cake. And I'm, I plan on just kind of keeping it going. Becky, thank you. I, I've I've had fun. We kind of got to know each other via email for a while, and now getting to know you and Claude. It's been a lot of fun, and, and we really appreciate you having us out here. It's going to be a great evening.
3: Well, thank you, Matt. It's our pleasure having you. And uh, one more thing. Yeah. That king cake and all of our desserts are homemade by our pastry chef Flo, so that's why it's so good.
1: Okay, so you got you said the chef David is chef that the executive David, chef, uh, and then the pastry chef, Flo. Chef, chef right. Flo. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that background. I like that background. Thank you very Thanks much. For having me. You bet. And. Uh, And there she goes, Becky Lindsay, uh, doing a nice job today. And uh, I may have her jump on with me more often. And uh, Claude is here as well. They'll be here hanging out, and then they'll make their way over probably to see the Sooners and the Bears. And uh, and they get going this evening at – I I could have helped you a little more, Becky, sorry. Um, At uh, 7.30 on the pregame, 8 o'clock on uh, tip-off. As uh, as we get you ready over here from the Brazos Landing and uh, Cam, step back in. Thank you, Becky. We've had a we've had a set change here uh, at uh, the Brazos Landing. Cam has uh, okay, good week. Yeah, Becky yeah, just
2: tapped me in like it's wrestling. Like I'm, I'm in the octagon
1: now. Have you seen the Iron Claw yet? I really want to I see that. I haven't, you know, yeah. and
2: that's something I'd be into. I saw a YouTuber did his mm-hmm. his 10 perfect five-star reviews on Letterboxd. I don't know if you've ever used that. I don't know what that a, is, yeah. It's a website that you can use to rate your movies, and that he had 12 all-time five-stars, and that was one of them.
1: Yeah. Well, I grew up in the shadows of, of the Metroplex in Kaufman County, Kaufman, Texas, to be exact, also where Jamie Foxx was from, right yes. down the road in yeah. Terrell. And so the Von Erics and the Freebirds and that whole gang, that was huge. That was my entree into wrestling as a kid. Yeah, and I could an even nice tell spot. you, like the referee, like the referee was David Manning, and it was, uh, in, in then Ice Man King Parsons, and they would come to your football stadium occasionally, and you would get to see the great Kabuki, uh, uh, Kamala, the uh, Ugandan giant. Um, it was it was pretty amazing, but the Freebirds and the Von Erichs had a huge rivalry, and then you had gentleman Chris Adams and a lot of others. But and I'm sure in each region had their group of wrestlers. So maybe yeah, going sure. up from the I, Northeast. I,
2: I, but I didn't watch wrestling. So okay, all right. That's just right. one that wrestling, golf, your favorite tennis, goes right over my head. Although my girlfriend's mom is coming into town this weekend. She's a huge tennis fan. You should come out to trivia with us. You guys can talk some talk some tennis.
1: I I, I will make a special trip to Can't hang wait. out with can you. Cannot wait. Perhaps your future mother-in-law. Future mother-in-law. mother-in-law yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll venture and say let's it. Let's not be yeah. presumptuous, okay? I'm a fan. I have. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten a full. You guys can talk
2: Ralph Sampson.
1: She un- went to UVA with Ralph Sampson. The the mother the, yeah, the prospective yeah, 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 mother-in-law yeah. Mm-hmm. with Ralph Sampson. Wow. Yeah. And do you know who the point guard was on that team? Ralph. I don't know. Here we go. There's a great there's a great player on that Virginia team and his name was don't know Othello Wilson. Oh,
2: that's a good name. Okay. My dad just missed him when he was at Duke. He said the best college basketball player he saw live in 84 and 85 at Duke was Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on.
2: Mike Jaminski? No, but he was, Jaminski was a little bit before, but he was a big Mike Jaminski
1: fan. This is just the think just the ACC, not just Duke. Well, 80 C by 86 Never Nervous uh, Purvis Ellison Out of
2: service Purvis Uh-huh yeah. <laughs> Was playing
1: for Louisville and, and by then All those Duke guys Like Johnny Dawkins And all them Were there Yeah By was, 86 But I don't Who predated those guys They lost
2: to Louisville In the final uh, So a lot of people Would have thought Michael Jordan Would have been The best 84, he saw in 84 yeah. But he said And this is not Just because Of His Duke, the bias Yeah but he said it was Len Bias was the was the one. Not just because he had the great story after, well, the tragic story, but the Celtics. Lynn he Bias. said Len Bias was unlike any, like just freakish athlete. Yeah. He said the two guys that he had seen that could just, t- teams had to game plan around defensively were Ralph Sampson and Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. He said Muggsy was just such an incredible <laughs> on-ball defender, teams would have to strategize around him. He's got great stories. Saw Boomer Esiason and, and The Fridge play in college. Did Muggsy play uh, at Wake or the North coach, Carolina by State? The, Did, uh, Mugsy... the football coach at Duke. Um, Muggsy was Wake. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And he's and he actually would say that, you know, Jordan was great, but that Sam Perkins was the best player on that Carolina team.
1: Well, let's Dominant remember.
2: college player.
1: Yeah, but the guy who went first back then was uh, Sam Bowie mm. uh, before – Michael, where did Brad Doherty Brad go? Brad
2: Doherty was one. Was Sam number Bowie one was overall. Two. Bowie
1: was two. Yep. And then Jordan oh, was. Jordan was three. Okay. There and and right along then, the Mavericks like refused to take any of them. It's like yeah. they missed out on Carl Malone. They missed out on Jordan. <laughs> it's like every <laughs> year. Hey, let's take Detlef shrimp. And then mm, when they missed out on Carl Malone, they took another guy from Louisiana Tech, uh, um, Randy White. Not the Manster, no, but Randy no. White. Yeah, there's some horrible stuff along the way. Let's not, yeah, local hero? Yeah. All right, it is, uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Cam Stewart uh, alongside. We'll do the dismount here in a minute. I did want to, uh, Cam, you heard some of my interview, and you were doing some research during that time. The, um, And, by the way, how cool is it, the uh, Baylor football players? Hello, dudes. Hello, guys. There, there, they are over there. That's the offensive entire line. offensive line. They're apparently frying them a lot of gator, uh, gator tail. I think is a Good. is a thing. And and that the kid from uh, where'd you say he was from? Ohio. Yeah, the, from the MAC, the Ohio University. And the Ohio Bobcats. And he is like every bit as intimidating as that picture where he had he paint like the paint on his face. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think if, if, if these linemen are any indication, the Bears are headed to the right place. I thought that was uh, – oh, okay. It is uh, – <laughs> did you hear him, Kim? Yeah. It is – okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you feel free to kick me or hey, something. Hey, it's your show, man. <laughs> it is the Matt Mosley Show. The dismount is next.
4: <laughs> this is ESPN Central Texas.
11: How do you measure the human spirit? In pounds? In milliliters? In the distance traveled between yesterday and today? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Learn more about how we care for your whole body, mind, and spirit at adventhealth.com.
1: Did you know, now is a great time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle.
7: I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models,
16: all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service, and body shop, and a full line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price.
5: Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values.
6: Just like any good coach, we are recruiting new members. I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union, offering personal signing bonuses like free reward checking, refunds on ATMs nationwide, direct deposit available up to two days early, and jumbo rate CDs. It's time to sign with the winner. Go online at FirstCentralCU.com or try First Central's free mobile app.
0: Member NCUA.
4: Everything we You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. We've made it through the holidays, and another gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day
7: is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy, to jewelry, to plush animals, to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and totes morrison gifts is located near jason's deli at the corner of waco drive in valley mills looking for that perfect valentine's day gift how about free columbian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at dia mori fine jewelers say i love you this valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures Diamonds and free red roses celebrating a lifetime of Valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at D'Amore Fine
4: Jewelers 4541 West Waco Drive. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Well, I can't believe it, Cam, how quickly this has gone. Cam Stewart alongside Matt Mosley's Matt Mosley Show. We had Nikki Collin. We've had Mac Rhodes on today. Uh, his first comments on radio, of course, of, uh, of talking about Gary Patterson. Uh, I think Gary is going to report to work uh, later this week, and that's going to be exciting. That and we'll is get the that confirmation. going. That's the confirmation. And, um, and I, I just I thought that was kind of cool that he, he went out of his way to say how Dave Aranda, how Gary – has tremendous respect for Dave and genuinely wants him to be a resource and also made it a point to say Dave's going to run Dave's defense. This is not Gary's defense, mm-hmm. but Gary's going to be a great resource. So all that was very important today from uh, from Mac. And then we talked about a bunch of other stuff, and I thought, Cam, uh, that's pretty cool, the selection him being on the uh, college football playoff uh, selection committee, Cam. I'm gonna give you 15 seconds here. <laughs> Look, all Final I'm thoughts. saying is
2: when Gary came in, we talked a lot about that 2014 year, and now Mac has a chance to get Baylor and Gary Patterson that playoff appearance they didn't get that year. That's wow! All I'm saying.
1: Wow! I love it. All right, we're gonna watch this game, uh, Iowa State game coming up here, and then we got Baylor in Oklahoma coming from Foster Pavilion, seven thirty on the pregame. Thank you, Aaron Sexton. Good night, everybody, from the Brazos Landing.
4: This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference Basketball. Modern Media, your full-service advertising
14: agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's going to check Big 12 Basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, two games last night in the...